Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Total. Good morning, football fans. Teddy the Bear State. Dallas Big D Duclos. How we doing? Coming to you live from the cave. Straight football talk, guys. We're here. We're live. We're ready to rock. We are. We're yeah. always ready. So, before, we've already got Awesome Austin calling in. Um, but before we get him on the, on here, let's go through our NFL buzz real quick because it's going to be crucial, um, I think, decision-making between our game predictions. So, I think oh, we yeah. need to run through yeah. this real quick. Um, obviously, guys, um, we want to – uh, thank all the listeners, all the supporters, it, right. you know, for everything that they do. Um, it's with your guys' help that we get ourselves out there. You like, you like us on Facebook. You're following us on Twitter, all over social media. Um, but for the new listeners uh, that do not know, this show has a non-bias, no BS filter. And we're here to, to not sugarcoat our opinions, but we don't allow any profanity, guys. Yep. We yep. keep it clean. We keep it clean. I mean, there's no BS, so we got to keep it clean. I mean, True. we run a tight ship. Again, guys, if you haven't liked us, um, Liked and shared uh, the Facebook page, Twitter, or follow us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram. Instagram. I mean, again, we're all over social media. You guys got to get on there. And you don't even want to follow me because I am so hot. Yeah. I am. Um, And we also want to give credit to NFL.com for the insight and information we use. Um, We use that information, but we give our own opinions. Uh, We we use our own brain, right, Big D? We we use our own brains. We don't need their – we don't really need their help on that. We're smart enough. I'm smarter than they are. Yeah. yeah. I am. So, NFL Buzz, real quick, guys. Uh, the, if you haven't heard already, the New Orleans Saints have traded running back Adrian Peterson to the Arizona Cardinals. In return, the Cardinals sent a 2018 conditional sixth-round draft pick. Um, good news for Adrian Peterson. Good news for Adrian Peterson and the Cardinals. And in response to the acquisition of Adrian Peterson, important to note that the Cardinals front office decided to release veteran running back Chris Johnson. So clearly, uh, they believe that Adrian Peterson is their is is their guy now. Yeah, absolutely. Make an immediate impact in their opinion. Yeah, and I think I think it's a smart move too. I think, um, especially I mean, even for the Saints, I you know we we liked what the Saints did getting Adrian Peterson, but at the same time, you also questioned it because they're a pass heavy team. Adrian yeah. Peterson needs the ball. He needs the rock. He needs he the to run. Touch the ball about twenty times a game, and yeah, uh, I think he'll get that in Arizona because mainly they don't have any other choice. Right, right. I mean, Arizona needs help. And again, you said it earlier. If the Adrian Peterson runs half as well as he has in the yeah. past. The Cardinals win in this acquisition. You know, I feel like uh, if you give up a six-round conditional pick and you get Adrian Peterson, if Adrian Peterson can even produce half of what he did before he went to the Saints, before his injury, yeah. we, they, they made they won on this deal all day. Oh, yeah. They don't have David Johnson, and we've saw we've seen what the result of them not having a solid running game. Absolutely, absolutely. So. Next up, guys, the 49ers have released veteran linebacker Navarro Bowman. Um, this is kind of a big move. Uh, they actually put him on trade block yep, before yep. they did this, and then since he was put on trade block, uh, Bowman just said, "You know what? Uh, just go ahead and release me. I'll, I want to pick my own team." Yada yada yada. Hot free agent too. Yeah, I mean, he's he, there's some teams looking at him. Um, he throw. Main, uh, what I've been seeing here lately is the Raiders, and that would be very interesting. <clears throat> that would be interesting. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the uh, Cowboys and a few other teams sneak up in there. They, yep. There's a lot of teams that need some defensive help. Absolutely, and of course we've got our. Uh, a loyal fan here, Heathrow Connaughton. Uh, good morning, my friend. Glad to see you on here on the show again. Uh, see him every Sunday now. Yeah, every Sunday. Very nice. Yeah, it is very nice. Uh, next up for the NFL Buzz and last on our NFL Buzz, 
Ezekiel Elliott's six-game suspension was reinstated on Thursday following the fifth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals uh, two-to-one decision of being in favor of the NFL. Right, right. Now, lawyers representing the NFLPA uh, Players Association, if you guys didn't know that, um, and Zeke asked the Court of Appeals on Friday for an immediate recall of its mandate in the suspension. Uh, this is so they can pursue a full panel rehearing with the court and get the Cowboys stand out back on the field. Well, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I, I think we've all grown really tired of this entire situation. Oh, my God. If, if they don't get this whole thing ironed out in the next, in the next couple of weeks, I'm, I'm telling you, it, there's just going to be full uproar amongst the NFL yeah. Players Association. Um, where I stand on this is, Ted, you know how I feel about people that are inconsistent. And you know what happens? You know what happens, Ted, when you can't come up with a good ruling for anything? When you don't know how to run your own lead, you get a go. That's what you get. Goodell <laughs> has just completely dropped the ball with this incident. And this is just a long li- line of incidents in which oh, he yeah. completely dropped the ball. There is so much inconsistency in the way that they've handled players. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I think what gets me with this decision is the fact that um, the, 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 the lack of evidence that's there. I mean – and they just, you know, we can't prove you did it, but you can't prove you didn't do it. So we well, could carry I mean, suspension. I mean, for 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 what it's worth, at this point, I'm going to be 100% honest. This year, I think Ezekiel Elliott has been a complete disappointment on the field. Yeah. Uh, I think the Cowboys in general have really disappointed. They've really been yeah. subpar, very lackluster. And I hate to say, you know, that about a team, but they have. They've been yeah. subpar. They've underperformed. They have. And, you know, at this point – I think this has just become such a massive distraction for this organization. They they just need to hurry up and figure out how to get around this situation, whether it's whether they suspend him, have him just go ahead and sus- serve the suspension and get it over with, or you know I guess just get just get resolution somewhere. Right. Um, but it looks like this is not going to happen. They're going to end up dragging this out for the next couple of months, I think. Yeah, I mean, this has just become a very long, drawn-out process. And we're on – I mean, even as fans, it's obviously a distraction to Ezekiel Elliott and the Cowboys organization. Well, you, you know, it is. But on the other hand, it's not just a distraction. I mean, it's, it's completely taken away, I think, from from what from the league, from football. Yeah, yeah. This is one of those situations in which we've got to step outside of what it's supposed to be about, which is – Football. football, yeah, and we don't like to not talk about football because it's a yeah. straight football talk. Kind of frustrate me here. Uh, that's why Goodell gets a dough today. I give him, I give him three more, but you know, whatever. Yes, and obviously for fantasy owners with Ezekiel Elliott, um, they're on a bye week this week. They are. So it is possible if they if the NFLPA and Zeke's lawyers can push this off, Zeke can still keep playing he because can. because they're they're. They're holding it off. They, they, so as long as it's tied up in litigation, he'll be able to play. Yeah, I mean he's in limbo right now. Yeah. Now, we got to get to our game day prediction. Awesome Austin's on the line. He's been waiting very patiently. Awesome Austin. Good morning, buddy. How you doing? Good. How are you guys today? Uh, better. Great. Better than you, Austin. <laughs> I feel better than you. You know your your midweek change really bit you. Uh, in well, case no one. Go ahead. Go ahead, Austin. You know, I know this is straight football talk, and, and our p- picks are supposed to be football-based, but I don't know if you guys know this about me. I am very superstitious. The Eagles are my team. <laughs> I felt like if I picked the Eagles, it was just a, it was just a bad 
you know, genre on me, and they're just going to lose. So I'm like, all right, screw it. I'm going to call an audible. I'm going to pick the Panthers. Lane Johnson's out. <laughs> on paper, the the card or the the Panthers should win this game. You know what? Either way, I'm happy. Yeah. You know what, guys? Listen, oh, yeah. listen. Uh, the the current tally is me with 49, Ted with 46, and Austin, you're 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 you you papered off. You're at 42, sir. You got to make up some ground. I'll catch this up this week. Got to make up I'll that round. Now, awesome, awesome. But I, I also very... want to add something to your to your uh, Navarro Bowman thing. Um, yeah. yeah I saw some stuff. I saw some stuff that the 49ers actually had a trade in the process with the New Orleans Saints before Bowman requested oh. his release. Oh, ah, interesting. So, so thanks for some help on defense. We all know that. Yeah. Well, but I'm just glad. I was just fine. glad that the 49ers decided to, you know, give him his wish. You know, Bowman, Bowman has been a very good player for that organization. I'm just glad they, they did him right by letting him choose his own team, uh, figure out what he yep. wants to do at the end of his career, et cetera. But I, I commend the yep. 49ers organization for that. Also, I want to I add mean, one John more Ray, thing to your, yeah. to your yep. NFL buzz. Yeah. Los Angeles Chargers, first-round pick. Mike Williams is expected to make his – uh oh, I think we lost him. But I think what Awesome also was saying is Mike Williams. Is, yeah, see, Mike Williams is expected to make his NFL debut today. Very exciting. The Chargers have needed a boost. Huh? He's there. He's, he's there. I can hear him. I'm here. Kind of. There you go. So we we lost you for a little bit there, Awesome Austin. You tapered off, sir. But we oh, got, did we you got hear you me covered, man. Yeah, yeah, we got you. We NFL debut for uh, Mike Williams, and, and the Chargers have to be very excited. Yes, yes, they do. He's mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, Big D, are you ready for the game day prediction? I'm ready. Let's do this. Let's start it off. Yes. <laughs> uh, we've got the Browns. Should it first place make his prediction first. First place is fine with me. Hey, go ahead and make I'm your good with it. First. So we got the Browns at the Texans first. Guys, the Browns, you know, their only bright spot has been Deshaun Kaiser this year. The Texans have a stud quarterback themselves in Deshaun Watson, and he performed pretty well against the Kansas City Chiefs. Tough real game, despite coming out on the losing end like I said he would. But this week, he's going to bounce back. The Texans are taking this win against the Browns this week. Um, with with what you said there, um, the only bright spot I see on the Browns right now is uh, – He's the only one that's playing well, and that you know yeah. they're, they're having. Uh, if, correct me if I'm wrong, awesome Austin, but the Browns are having Kevin Hogan start this week. I believe they. They are um, having Kevin Hogan start this week, who has actually looked better in his one game appearance, or I guess one and a half because then, he replaced replaced uh, Kaiser in Kaiser, that migraine game. Yeah. But Kevin yeah. Hogan is so, starting. Anyways, yes. So, anyways, Browns defense haven't haven't been all that great, although Miles Garrett has played well. Um, you got the offense. Kevin Hogan plays played decent. Um, I wish I, I, I wish it would have been Deshaun versus Deshaun. That would have been kind of cool. Uh, both rookies, um, out. but it's not happening. Um, the, I think Crowella struggled too in the run game. Though I mean I don't really see how this you can even argue for the other side. It's got to be the Texans. Awesome, awesome. I know a lot of people are down on the Texans right now because they lost J.J. Watts a season-ending injury. They lost Whitney Merciless to a season-ending injury. Brian Cushing is on suspension still. But you know what? 
They did good last year without J.J. Watt. They finally have a quarterback that's the head of the franchise. Yeah. I don't care how many guys they have on defense. They're going to beat the Browns today. Yep. Yep. All right, next on the docket is the Packers at the Vikings. Big D. I'll go first. <laughs> Again, guys, in the, in, in, in the essence of time, I'm not even going to mention the fact that I don't need to talk about bias. This is a no-bias zone. But the fact of the matter is, I think – Aaron Rodgers is a much better quarterback than Case Keenum, yeah. and that's going to make all the difference. He went in there. He beat the Cowboys, a game that people were saying, oh, you know, the Cowboys, the Cowboys, it's the Cowboys. Aaron Rodgers beats the Cowboys. And you know what? Aaron Rodgers does pretty good against the Vikings, too. So I'm going to go ahead and go with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers taking it against the Vikings. You know, you know what's interesting is this Vikings defense has played so well this year. They have been very, very dominant and a force to be reckoned with. Um, and, you know, honestly, this Vikings offense has somewhat surprised me. Um, they're playing pretty darn well. Mm-hmm. Um, however, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. It's, it's your choice against Aaron Rodgers <laughs> or Case Keenum. Awesome, awesome. You know, guys, Delvin Cook went out with the with the ACL injury, and last week Jarek McKinnon stepped up in a big way for that team. But yep. now they've got to deal with Stephon Diggs being out of this game with the groin injury. Case Keenum is a starter because mm-hmm. Bradford is still having those knee issues. Um, Teddy Bridgewater is supposed to be back soon. He hasn't practiced yet. We're still waiting on that whole ordeal. But um, when, when you look at this game, it's going to come back down to quarterback play. Whoever gets the 17 points in this game is going to win. Okay. So who's that going to be? Packers. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Now we got that out of the way. Uh, next up on the docket, we have the Chargers at the Raiders. Now, guys. The Chargers finally won a game. Against, they finally did. Against the Giants. Against the Giants. <laughs> and the Raiders have been struggling a little bit here lately. You know, they've been a little inconsistent. Before we make our decision, Awesome Austin, is Carr playing today? He is expected to play today, yes. So, there's but that. But we've got Carr today. I was just getting to that. I, did, yeah. I was going to bring up the fact that he is expected to play today. Uh, so, this is, a, this is going to be an interesting battle. It's a rivalry game. Uh, the Chargers are probably riding high after they won their first game of the season. Yes. Phillip Rivers played pretty good against a, a pretty bad secondary, pretty bad defense overall in the Giants. And the Raiders' defense really hasn't been that great either. Huh. Their offense has been great. Uh, but I'm going to go with the Raiders in a very close game. I think the Raiders will win this game. It is at home, and I think that is going to be enough to give them the edge that they need to do. I agree with you. I think I think them being at home, the black hole is, is a tough place to win at. Uh, not to mention Derek Carr coming back. He's going to be wanting to, you know, That's get this offense going. Game. Yeah, and, and he's obviously got Amari Cooper. He's obviously got uh, Michael Grabtree, uh, Jared Cook. Uh, Marshawn Lynch, he needs to start toting the ball a little better. Um, this Raiders defense definitely needs to step up. Um, yeah. I think I agree with you with it being a close game, but I do think the Raiders take it. Awesome, awesome. You're up, buddy. You know, I don't know if you guys heard anything about the, the situation with the wildfires in this game at all. Yes. Yes. Yeah, with the smoke and all that and all that. But, I mean, Derek Carr's coming back. It was originally supposed to be a two- to six-week recovery time frame. Um, I actually saw that this was a similar back situation that Tony Romo had. When you have a franchise mm-hmm. quarterback like Derek Carr, and you're coming back a week from a two- to six-week recovery that, you know, pretty much ended Tony Romo's career. 
That's not something I want to see. And now you're facing Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram. That is not that, – that, that just does not set up well for success. I'm going to take the Chargers in this game. Phillip Rivers has played decently well this season. Um, Marshawn Lynch is going to have to get, you know, 20 to 30 carries in this game if they, if they want to keep Carr off his back. I'm going to take the Chargers. All right. Okay. We've got the Dolphins at the Falcons. This might be a gritty game. This could be a surprisingly gritty game, but it's Jay Cutler playing against the Falcons' defense. And so, because it's Jay Cutler, and because he couldn't, he could only muster 16 points against Tennessee's defense, which has been completely subpar this year. I am going to be picking the Falcons. Okay, the Falcons will take this game. Um, I, Interception. I, you bring you bring up a good point with Jay Cutler. Obviously, he hasn't been the greatest. Um, on top of that, time. the Falcons' defense is playing better. But I think we you need to look at the uh, Falcons' offense. Obviously, Matty Ice, Julio Jones, Muhammad Sanu, uh, and the and the and the dynamic duo run game that they have with um, Devontae Freeman and Tevin Coleman. Uh, there's there's no way, in my opinion, the the Falcons don't come out of here at home with a win. Yep, it's a home game, so that definitely does help. Awesome, Austin. You know, guys, you guys mentioned that Jay Culler has uh, played bad this year. Now he's going to doubt Devontae Parker in this game. He is doubtful. I don't expect him to play today. That's just going to hurt the passing game even more. Um, It's in Atlanta. They're coming off a bye week. They're going to be fresh. I mean, the Falcons are going to win this game, guys. We've got the Bears at the Ravens next on the list. That is who is next. Guys, the Ravens have been very inconsistent this year, but the Bears are still the Bears. And I think the Ravens are going to win this game on the back of a strong performance from the defense, who seem to have taken a lot of the criticism that they've been given a little bit personally. They played very well against the Raiders last year. They, were without, they still played very well against a pretty, pretty stout offense and a pretty decent defense. So I'm going to go with the Ravens in this matchup. Um, something else to mention here is this Bears offense looked better with Mitchell Trubisky at the time. Um, playing against Minnesota, nonetheless, uh, mm-hmm. this last week. Um, with that being said, this Bears defense has also played well this year. Yeah. Um, Joe Flacco has not played well. No, he, he, he has not played well. No, uh, the run game needs some needs something. It needs it needs a spark. Uh, the Ravens defense has been really the only highlight on this team, and that's been, like you said, inconsistent. inconsistent. However, it is at MNT Bank Stadium. It is. And Baltimore is, it, Baltimore. Baltimore is a very hard place to get a win at. It really is. And I should know as a Steelers fan um, and as a rookie quarterback, as, as much as I love Mitchell Trubisky and I'm loving what I'm seeing, I got to say, I think the Ravens defense are going to uh, enjoy a rookie quarterback today. Yes, they are. Awesome, Austin. You know, Ted mentioned awesome. it, that it's in Baltimore today. It's a very, very tough place to play and win at, but, when I look at this game, it features two good defenses. Yes, I know the Bears' record is bad, but their defense has played stout this year. Uh, John Fox actually yep. knows what he's doing on that side of the ball. Offensively, it might be questionable, but um, Joe Flacco, he's not getting stuff done. Running backs are just going no. left and right. Uh, Jeremy Macklin's questionable for the game today. I don't know if he's going to play. Um, I did like what they did last week, the, the Ravens, by actually chucking the ball downfield with Mike Will- Wallace a couple of times. So I think they're trying to add a different dimension on offense. But when I look at this game, I think it, it comes down to who's going to make more plays on offense. And what I saw last week from Trubisky, he, he had a spark. 
And I think that spark from the rookie is going to be enough to get the Bears a win today. Wow. A win at Baltimore. Baltimore. That would be something. All right, so we've got the Lions on the road against the Saints. And, guys, I don't need to tell you how hot the Lions have been with Stafford because you already know. Stafford has been a fantasy god this year. He has been making it happen. Uh, no. I'm going to go with the Lions because I think that, honestly, the Saints' defense has just been terrible. Mm. It, it's It's been bad. They've had maybe one decent game, one decent performance, and other than that, they've just been awful. I think this will be a shootout for part of the game. I think Drew Brees will still get some big numbers because he's Drew Brees, but it's not going to be enough to beat the Lions. The Lions will get some fair That's, so, I'm having trouble with this one because I do think – Awesome, Austin, is, is Matt Stafford out today or is he playing? I know he had an injury. He is playing. He is playing. He's playing. But he is going to be hobbled. Okay. He will be affected by the ankle. He will, but he'll have a great offensive line. I got to say, I, I hate doing this because – this is a tough game. This is a tough game to pick. It really is. And, and, if, and if Stafford was healthy, I would say this is an easy game to pick. But I'm still going to go with the Lions. I think even a, 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 hobbled. a, a hobbled Stafford still torches this uh, Saints defense. The Saints defense has allowed so many um, offensive uh, yards uh, against them, not to mention uh, this, this Lions defense has been pretty darn good this they've year. Been pretty good. Yeah, they've, they've lost a lot of turnovers. A lot of turnovers. Uh, not I'm saying Drew Brees will do it. Number one in turnovers. Uh, they're right up there. Yeah, they're, yeah, right up there. they're right up there. Um, I do think it's going to be more of a shootout game. Yeah. But I know Stafford's a tough, tough guy. Uh, being able to play play through an injury. Um, I got, but I got to go Lions. Awesome, Austin. You guys are right. This is a tough game to pick. It really is. It's in New Orleans. They're coming off a bye. They just got rid of Adrian Peterson. But honestly, the AP trade, I think it makes the Saints better because now they can actually feature Mark Ingram in the running game. Now they got Kamara as the obvious pass-catching guy. It's just going to make this offense more dynamic. They don't have to feed a guy just because of his name. Peterson was not a fit. I think we all said that in the offseason. He just was not a fit for this team Mm -hmm. because the Saints aren't going to give him 30 carries a game. It's just not going to happen with Drew Brees. But I'm taking the Saints in this one, guys. Matthew Stafford, he has been good. I wouldn't say he's been a fantasy god because I have him in two of my leagues, Dallas, and he just just isn't getting it done on a weekly basis for me. But um, Stafford's hobbled up. I think it's going to be affected. He's one of the most hit quarterbacks, actually, in this league. So um, offensive line play could be a little shaky. But I, I'm going to take the Saints in this game. In this game. Uh-huh. All righty. Patriots at the Jets. <laughs> now, this this is Battle actually the place. game that I've been – Huh? Battle for first Do what? place. Yeah, it is a battle for first place. Yeah. This is the game that I've actually been going back and forth on because of oh. how these two teams have played this year. Uh-huh. It's been a battle of opposites, really. The Patriots have not played like the Patriots. And the Jets have not played like the Jets. The Jets have played well. The Patriots have been, yeah, I guess we're the Patriots. That's how the Patriots have been playing. Uh, This has really been a tough game for me to pick on. But I think ultimately uh, Tom Brady is going to make the plays necessary to beat the Jets. I I think the honeymoon is over for the Jets. At the end of the day, it's still the Jets playing the Patriots, and Tom Brady beats the Jets. You know, there's always a few teams every year that at the beginning of the season you're just like, what? Yeah. Are you? Like, are you? Are you, are you how are they? How are they? You know, playing this well. It happens every year. It does. Um, last year, 
you know, it was the Minnesota Vikings. They were they went five and zero this year. Right now, I would have to definitely say the Jets have surprised everybody at being three and two. Put Josh McCown at quarterback. Yeah. Um, however, you're right. The, the 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 Jets haven't played like the Jets, and the Patriots haven't played like the Patriots. Time to get back on track. Yeah. How, you can't. You cannot. In my opinion, you cannot take away from the Patriots, even though it's on the road. It's a, it's a divisional game. There's no way Tom Brady, you know, just flops this game. I just want to. I just want to go before Austin. Austin says anything. I just want everybody to know that there's no bias here. But honestly, I'd be okay if I was wrong on this. I'd be okay with. I, yeah, I would definitely. I would, I would love to see the Jets. Yeah. Be continue to be surprising. It's yeah. been refreshing. Yeah. And it's been refreshing to see the Patriots actually lose a couple games. Yeah, so you know you don't, don't see them lose very many games at all. So. Absolutely. And so, anyways, I got to go with the Patriots. I, you, I can't go against Tom Brady. Awesome, awesome. I got to agree with you guys. This got to be the Patriots. Um, I mean, it is what it is. Patriots just have owned the division. <laughs> I think they're gonna, you know, own it again this game. Yeah. We've got the Niners at the Redskins. This is two teams that have just been, well, it's, it just hasn't been pleasant this year mm-hmm. for either team. Uh, but the 49ers are 0-5. Uh, they've, they've had some sparks here and there, but their inconsistency, their inability to sort of generate meaningful offensive drives that result in lots and lots of points that you need to kind of win NFL games. We've only seen them do it one game. Uh, the rest of their games have been really sloppy play on offense and decent play on defense. I'm going to go with their opponent today. I'm going to go with the Redskins. I think the Redskins need this game. I think they have to win this game, and I think they will win yep. this game. Um, something not a lot of people are talking about right now is this Redskins defense has actually been somewhat pleasantly surprising. It's been good. And, you know, this 49ers team as a whole has been uh, mediocre, not even sub, you know, below that le- average level, uh, except for Carlos. Carlos has played well, very well. Um, however, I-, I think what needs to happen is this Redskins offense needs to start clicking. I think um, before their bye week, uh, Kirk Cousins and the prior finally connected and you know started doing what they what we've been expecting them to do, you know, um, and against the 49ers who have just been on both sides of the ball, pretty much. Um, there should be no reason the Redskins should take this victory, especially at FedEx Field. FedEx Field, believe it or not, that is, that is another tough place to win at. It, it is. It's not. Yeah, it is not an easy place to go win. Yeah. No, no, it's not. Uh, a lot. They play a lot of close games. Yeah. At, at the Redskins Field. Uh, awesome, Austin. What do you got? Like Ted said, um, this, is, this Redskins defense has been the strong focal point of this Redskins team. Um, they're going to be without Josh Norman for a few weeks, but I don't think it's going to matter in this game. Brian Hoyer is still the quarterback of the Niners. He has not played yeah. all that well. Um, I don't know if you guys read the play in Benjamin this week, but I, I mentioned in there that Kirk Cousins is a start this week because this is a potential um, interview for his potential new boss if he does go into free agency next year because everyone's saying that the 49ers want him and vice versa. But um, – Ted mentioned it before the bye week prior and Cousins finally hooked up for a connection. I know during the bye week, um, Jay Gruden mentioned that he wanted to get Crowder the ball more because, you know, he's a great slot receiver. Jordan Reed needs to get the ball more. If this offense starts clicking, guys, this could be a scary team down the stretch. Oh, yeah. I'm take the red oh, yeah. We've got the Buccaneers at the Cardinals in a probably very 
tough battle, tough matchup, I yep. think. Uh, honestly, I think this is going to come down to the home team. Uh, we just saw that the Cardinals got Adrian Peterson. I don't think Adrian Peterson's going to go off. But I think we'll definitely see a different Cardinals team on this game. Either it's going to be – either they're going to finally generate a run game and have a balanced offense, or it's going to blow up dead in the water and be awful. But I think the Cardinals' defense can still make plays, and I think they'll get after Jameis Winston a little bit today. I want to take the Cardinals in a close game today. I'm actually going to disagree with you today, Big D. Um, I think right now um, Jameis Winston and company, they have a pretty good offense. They're, they're, they're mm-hmm. going to – they're gonna they're gonna come out flying, I believe. I mean, the Cardinals defense is good, uh, but there's a lot of weapons on that Buccaneers offense. On top of that, I don't think I'm not saying you were saying this, but uh, I, I think Adrian Peterson doesn't play very much this week. I think they're wanting to get him used to the playbook. Yeah, no, I don't think he plays um, a lot. You know, get comfortable with the system. I think next week's when he finally makes his big debut. Um, on top of that, Carson Palmer has just you know shown his age. He's not what we you know what we were expected to see. Um, Really, it's just him and Larry Fitzgerald out there getting the offense done. I, I got to go with the Buccaneers. Awesome, awesome. I this is I, I've been going back and forth on this game. I actually had the Cardinals to begin with, but I think I'm going to switch it here. Uh, the Buccaneers are getting Quan Alexander back. They are getting some more pieces on the defense back. Uh, Adrian Peterson, I think they actually announced him the starter, if I remember correctly. Yeah, but still, he's got to go up. The Cardinals' offensive line is not great, guys. It's just not. David right. Johnson just made plays on his own. That's what makes him so special. Um, Adrian Peterson isn't that guy anymore. He's the in-between-the-tackles kind of guy, and now he's running at one of the best defensive tackles in Gerald McCoy. I don't think it's going oh, yeah. to happen for them today. Um, I know Arizona's a very tough place to play at, but I, I just I, the Buccaneers are younger. They, have, they, they want to get to the playoffs. Cardinals are, aren't really sure what they are yet. So I'm going to take the Buccaneers in this one. Yeah, love it. It's, I think it's going to be a good game. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've got the Rams at the Jaguars. Now, these two teams have been very surprising yes. this year. Uh, we've got yeah. the Jaguars coming off a big win. Yeah. And the Rams, they battled it out, came up short against the Seahawks. Yeah. But they still hung in there, about beat them. Uh, this could be a tough game. The Jaguars went into Heinz Field. I believe, and won a game. Yeah. Uh, so, I think this is going to come down to the Jaguars being at home. Okay. And I think the Jaguars will have enough to get over the hump at the end of the game. I think Leonard Fournette will be a difference maker in this game, whether oh, yeah. it be special teams, whether it be running the ball. They'll, they'll give it to him numerous times today. I think the Jaguars pull out a close game. I think this is a game to watch today. This this ought to be a good game. It'll be a very good game. I think it's definitely a battle of the defenses. Yeah. Um, something to keep in mind, too is uh, Jared Goff has looked good this season, and he's looked bad. Um, This Jaguars defense is no joke. This young defense is playing out of their minds right now, uh, able to get uh, five interceptions from Big Ben at Heinz Field last week. I mean, that was a great win for the Jaguars. Uh, Not to mention this Rams defense has played well, too. They've got got some uh, weapons on that defense, too. I think what it comes down to for me is the quarterbacks and the running backs. Both running backs are good. Todd Gurley and Leonard Fournette are, have been playing phenomenally this year. Uh, Blake Bortles, I, I still don't trust him. I think I trust Jared Goff just a little bit more. Um, with that, i got to go Rams here. Awesome, awesome. What say you? Who did Dallas go for? I go. I, I picked the Jaguars this week. 
Okay, I just I didn't hear you. Um, I, I'm gonna agree with Dallas. I'm gonna pick the Jaguars. I think it's gonna be a very close game. But like I said last week, guys, Jared Goff, he, he when he when he faced the pressure, guys, he he wasn't as good as everyone indicated the first few weeks when he played Seattle. This Jaguars defense is you know stout as well, and it's in Jacksonville. He's going across country to play on their field against another tough defense. I know Todd Gurley and Leonard Fournette are one of the best running backs in the league right now, but I, I just think that Fournette is going to get more opportunities in this one, and he's going to lead his team to victory. Next up, we've got the Steelers going on the road to face the Chiefs. The buzzsaw, as it were. The Chiefs have just been – they've been hot. Yeah, they have been hot. I mean, I mean, do we have to say it again? We have to say it. We, have to say it. we do. Three months. Three months. Uh, the Chiefs are going to be playing host to the to the Steelers, who have who played absolutely abysmal at home against yeah. the Jaguars. Sorry, Ted. It's it all right. happened. No, it happened. Uh, but the the Jaguars exploited that offensive line. They pressured Big Ben, and the way the Chiefs' defense has been playing, I think the Chiefs come out of this with a win. I, th- I don't think they're going to lose this game. It's at home. This is a very this is one of the toughest places to play in the yeah, country. It is. Uh, it's it's been a it's been the bane of so many teams uh, coming in there. It's very difficult to win there. It's loud. I think the Chiefs are feeling them, feeling themselves. They're feeling very confident. They're doing a lot better than everybody thought they were going to be. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going with the Chiefs. They're going to ride this wave. Uh, this will be a good game, I think, but I think the Chiefs will, will win. I think Big Ben bounces back, has a better day, but he's still going to be facing a really stout defense. Yeah, I mean, I think everybody is up in arms over ben, Big Ben's performance last week. Um, I, and I've told everybody that I've talked to, hey, you, you, you know, this isn't me being a fan. Everybody needs to calm down. Everybody has a bad game, okay? This Steelers <laughs> team, bad, yeah, this Steelers That's team, game. this Steelers team has the weapons, has the has the playmakers. They do. Um, they, they, I think what they need to do right now is get back to the run game. They need to start toting the ball with Le'Veon Bell um, and let be allowing Big Ben to, you know, flourish in the pass game. That, that it, it helps. Um, they've got Antonio Brown. They've got Martavis Bryant. They've got they've got all these weapons on offense. This defense has been uh, mediocre. It's not been the greatest. Um, and it's, even though you know, like I said, this is a no bias area here. We can't have a bias here. And you know what? I got to go with the Chiefs. I got you know, it's at Arrowhead Stadium. It's a tough, it's a tough game. Um, what the what Leonard Fournette did to the Steelers defense last week, uh, we can only expect the same, if not more, out of Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Um, not to mention Alex Smith has definitely been on point. Uh, I, I right now you can't say anything else, but um, wow. the Chiefs. I will say though, this is my pick for upset week. Oh. For the my, this is my upset game. Oh, this is your upset game. Okay. Yeah. So if the Steelers win, this that is would, my upset yeah, pick. I, I would I would agree with that. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Awesome, Austin. Chiefs or Steelers? Sorry, yeah, I, I had you on so. mute. Um, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with you guys. I'm gonna pick the Chiefs. It's in Harrowhead. That, that's just it's just a tough play to place to play. The Steelers have been struggling. Um, I, I think they'll get more on point today to start their eventual, yeah. you know, coming into an offensive juggernaut today. But I just don't think they're gonna put out enough to win it. Right. Next game up, we've got the Giants at the Broncos. It's in mile high. Trevor <laughs> Simeon's been playing well. And let's face it, let's face it, the offensive line 
has been awful for the Giants. They have been terrible. Eli Manning has been sacked a whole bunch. Yeah. He's thrown interceptions. He's just been Eli Manning, yeah. basically. It's been it's been it's been terrible. Uh, it's like they got Ryan Leaf out there playing. It's crazy. So you got Broncos. I'm going to be taking the Broncos at home, and I honestly don't think this game is going to be very close. I'd be surprised. You, you know, I like how you mentioned uh, Trevor Simeon and company. You know, the, I think the biggest That's thing the to, biggest shock. I think the biggest thing to mention uh, for. For Denver is this defense playing up against this more offense? Oh my God. The 0-5 Giants have not. I mean, this was a Super Bowl contending favorite for a lot of people yeah. before this season started, and now they're 0-5. Yeah, we can almost. I mean, almost 100% bank on it. They're not going to the playoffs this year. They're they're about. To, they're going to be 0-6. Just, the Broncos are going to take you, it. You could just say it. Like you said, it's at mile high. The the elevated. Uh, stadium, you know, the, everything. I don't care this. if they're playing this game in Atlanta. Yeah, the yeah. Giants are awful. <laughs> they are losing. They're going 0-6. Awesome, awesome. Who do you got? I'm taking the Broncos as well. I mean, you, you, what what do the Giants got to do, guys? I mean, they lo- they lose Odell. They lose Brandon Marshall. Their offensive line's been yeah. bad. They suspended one of their best corners. Sterling Shepard's still out. They just they don't have a team, guys. They're they're signing a bunch of people off the practice squad. I mean, this, this game is not going to be pretty for the Giants at all. We've got two games left. We've got the Colts at the Titans next. It's a divisional matchup. We know how much Austin loves divisional matchups. Mm-hmm. Guys, the Colts have finally won a game. Yes, they won a game. And the Titans have underperformed and underperformed continuously. But – I think this is their week. They're playing the Titans or they're playing the Colts. Uh, and the Colts, you know, they barely beat the 49ers, who are arguably <laughs> right up there with the Giants as the worst team in the NFL right now. Yeah. I think the Titans are in desperate need of a win right mm-hmm. now. They have to win the way the Jaguars have been playing, the way Houston's been playing. They've got to win this game. So I'm going to go with the Titans in this game. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it'll be sloppy. <laughs> won't look pretty. It's two offenses that have played absolutely terrible. But I think the Titans will win it. It'll be close. Might be a field goal battle, but it will be tight. It will be tight. I, I like how I like the word you use, sloppy. It will I think be a sloppy game. I think that's a great word to describe this football game. This is not going to um, be good. Not to mention, the Colts are without Andrew Luck still. Yes, they are. they got to rely on Jacoby Brissett. Um, Marcus Mariota is dealing with that injury. Um, Matt Castle hasn't been what he, he needs to be. You know, I – I think right now the way the Titans win this football game is toting the ball with the run game. Yeah. Let DeMarco Murray just bang bang the runs out, right? Let Derrick Henry bang them out. Um, this defense, this Titans defense, has not played well. Um, the Colts defense hasn't played well. I mean, Mount Melly Cooker is, has been the shining star on that defense. Yeah. Um, I will say I, I, this one's a tough one, and – just because it's battle of the bad, you know, but I got to go Titans as well. Awesome, Austin. This is a tough game. I know Mariota is expected to play in this one, but, um, right. I mean, I, I know a lot of people don't like Jacoby Brissett, but he's actually played very well for the Colts. Uh, Marlon Mack is a, is a, is a rising star in that offense. Yep. Uh, he's going to get more yep. carries, I believe. But like Ted said, if the Titans want to win this game, they're going to have to run the ball down the Colts' throats with DeMarco Murray and Derrick Henry, and that is the only way they're going to win this game. I mean, Marcus Mariota is going to be hobbled up with the hamstring. Who knows if that will affect his play at all. But they just need to run the ball, and I think the Titans win it as well. 
And lastly, we have the Thursday night game. We've got the Chiefs at the Raiders. Divisional matchup again. Uh, you know what? The Chiefs, I'm, I'm, you know, they're going to be still undefeated, I think, after this week, playing the okay. Steelers. And honestly, I think the Raiders have just been incredibly inconsistent. Inconsistent, yeah. Uh, I know it's difficult to win at the black hole, but if there's anybody that's going to do it this year, it's going to be Kareem Hunt and company. I'm going to take the Chiefs in the Thursday night game. I think that too. We've, 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 we've talked about the Chiefs. We've raved about the Chiefs. raved about Kareem Hunt. Alex Smith's played the Chiefs defense, finding the fountain of youth. I mean, I don't know what, what else to say. Not to mention, like you said, the Raiders, the Raiders team is inconsistent. Um, you I, you got to go cheese. Awesome, awesome. I, I want to wait on this one. Um, I mean, Thursday is so far away. I'm going to be a traditional coach one week at a time. I mean, there's there can be so much to happen between now and then. I'm just going to wait. Lawson's undecided, but in Olympics, he's on the cheese. So. That was, those were all the picks. Yep, that's it. That's that's what we got. Awesome, awesome. We want to thank you yes, sir. for coming on the show, obviously. I do believe there is going to be uh, a certain Super Bowl champion that's supposed to be calling in here in about four minutes, so we definitely want to get to that. Let's hope so. So, again, man, thanks for coming on. Appreciate appreciate you, your insight, your help. Um, have fun with fantasy. Enjoy football, man. Yeah, you guys too. Have a good one. Later. Uh, yes, uh, he throws, says Chiefs uh, yes. Kingdom there, but I think we have some fantasy questions. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did play some uh, ask some stuff. So, okay, PPR or yeah, PPR gurus. I'm five and zero. Oh. Who do I drop in my spots today? Quarterback Alex Smith, Kevin Hogan, or Phil Rivers? Running back spots: uh, Tree Cohen, Doug Martin, uh, Gillis Lee, and Chris Thompson. Wide receiver: two spots: Rashard Matthews, Tariq Hill. Deshaun Jackson or Mike Williams, and then flex any wide receiver uh, I have mentioned. All right, well, so. let's go up to quarterbacks. Uh, well, you know, Alex Smith still got to play against the Steelers. I think the Steelers' defense will play a little bit better this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Hogan, uh, no. No. <laughs> don't, don't, don't even think about it. Do uh, Phillip Rivers, on the other hand, he's played very consistently throughout the year. Yeah, so he's had one, maybe one bad game, and he's playing against a Raiders defense that's really been inconsistent. If I'm playing quarterback today – I'm going to play it safe. I'll play with Phillip Rivers. I agree with you. I think I think the Raiders' defense has been, like I said, it's mediocre, especially the pass defense. Yeah. Uh, Phillip Rivers has been on point this year, uh, even though the, the record doesn't show that. Phillip Rivers has played well this year. Okay. Alex Smith would be another good one, but you play it safe, uh, Heathrow, and go Phillip, man. Uh, for running back, I think I'm going to have to go. So this is running back two, Tariq Cohen. That would be against Baltimore, Doug Martin against uh, the Cardinals, Gillisley, and then Chris Thompson. Okay, so I th- honestly, I think I'm going to go roll with Doug Martin here. I like I like Doug Martin. I think he's shown that he's ready to be the top running back that he's been in the past. I got to go Doug Martin. You know, I think Doug Martin probably is your safest pick, even yep. though the Arizona Cardinals have been great at run defense. Mm-hmm. Um I think he's going to at least get the Chris Thompson the for the passes. Chris Thompson for the Redskins. It, it, you know, he's the safer choice out of the Redskins backfield. I just they keep they somewhat changing it yeah, up a little yeah. bit. I I mean, I like Chris Thompson a lot. Um I don't trust Gillisley at all. No, and I mean, Tariq Cohen's got to go against Baltimore and they yeah. you know, I don't I don't I don't see that happening. So I I would be happy with Doug Martin or Chris Thompson Heathrow. It, I'll let you choose that one. I'll be happy with either one. And then wideout spot, Richard Matthews, Tyreek Hill, Deshaun Jackson, or Mike Williams. Well, I think, honestly, you start Tyreek Hill. That's yeah. not a question. 
Uh, he's the number. He is the number one guy for Kansas City. It's been established, and you know what? I think he's had a touchdown or more in every game that he's played this year. Yeah, he's, uh, he's and, done that's, well. and that's not going to stop. Uh, so I would definitely start him today. Um, and he's got two wideouts to play, right? Is that what I'm? No, it's his. Um, oh yeah, two spots. So oh, okay, I got him now. And, uh, so oh, that makes sense. And I guess, um, God. This this is tough because these other choices are kind of like you know, well, on teams with a lot of. Weapons. I I apologize because I misread that because um, how uh, a lot of the fantasy gurus put it is running back one, running back two, yeah, uh, wide receiver one, wide receiver two. So I misread that. So two spots. So yeah. So for your running back, I would go Doug Martin, Chris Thompson. I'd be happy with those. I would go. With, I would agree. Um, and then for your wide receiver two spots, I think uh, Big D is right here. Tyreek Hill is a definite start. Um, um, as for Deshaun Watson or, or Deshaun Jackson or Mike Williams, that's that's really a tough one for me. Uh, I actually, I actually like uh, Rashard Matthews. Really? M- well, yeah. He was um, Mario's favorite target last year, and then the play against the Colts. Yeah, I, I, I mean, like Rashard. I think, I think that's a safe, safe pick. And as for Flex, I mean, if he's going with uh, what is he going? Running backs or wideouts? I actually like Deshaun Jackson there. Um, yeah, I think you'd be safe with Deshaun Jackson. He's likely to get some touches today. I think this Cardinals defense hones in on Mike Evans, yeah, allowing, allowing to open up for Deshaun Jackson. So. One of, one of them is going to get open today. Yeah, and absolutely. Catches. And, of course, Heathrow, we want to thank you for commenting on here, man. We appreciate you, the questions. Yep. Um, is the James Ellsworth of the NFL? I don't think he's the James Ellsworth of the NFL. I think uh, Cutler is – you know what? He, he's been the same guy since he's been in the NFL. He's been a guy that throws interceptions and can't win big games. You know, I mean, the, the, thing with, the thing with Jay Cutler is – It hasn't mattered where he's played. It's – when he's good, he's good. He's a good quarterback. Yeah. When he when he's bad, oh boy, he is he, it is awful. And here lately, it's just not been the greatest for him. And I I I'm kind of wondering if this isn't his for sure last year. I think uh, honestly, I don't think that we're going to see him with Miami next year. Yeah, I don't see it happening. Well, it's a, just a one year deal, and I think there's going to have to yeah, there's going to have to be a dramatic change. Yeah. Uh, in him, and honestly, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised to see Tannehill out as well. This is a yeah. contract. We talked about this. Yeah. This is a contract year for him, and then he got hurt. So right. it, it's going to be really. He he is definitely at the mercy of his front office right now. Right. When he come, I mean, when they come back, they're going to have to decide. Okay, well, we've got a sample size from Ryan Tannehill. Yep. But he didn't play at all this year. But let's evaluate his, the sample size we already have, or. We're going to be in a situation where they just decide, you know what? There's some quarterbacks in the draft. We're going another route. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You got to. The, the Dolphins are at a question at a point right now where they need to decide who 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 they are. Um, Jay Cutler is not their long-term solution. We knew that already. We knew. Uh, I truly believe Cutler is done with football yep. football after this year. Oh yeah. Um, and I do think if the if the Dolphins were smart, they would move on from Ryan Tannehill. I hate saying that he just hasn't wowed me, and he's he gets hurt all the time. Um, I think they do need to look at quarterbacks coming into this offseason. I really do. Yeah, What's you that know, Big D. Nothing. I'm just oh, okay. Social media. Yeah, no problem. Um, but you, you know, I think uh, I think time will tell. But honestly, I I really don't like the chances of uh, of Cutler coming back next year. I also. Honestly, I'm kind of skeptical as to whether or not Tannehill will be back. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 that's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah, I'm, I just, I'm very skeptical. Yeah. So, Ted, do uh, you yeah. want to do a little fantasy talk? Well, we're, we're still waiting. We're still, we're still waiting for uh, Usama Young to call in. Um, 
And guys, former safety, safety guys, do you have uh, no, don't have any uh, qualms about calling in at our guest number seven one eight. 508-9883. Yeah. Uh, we'll answer your questions as well on the air. Absolutely. No uh, Heathrow wants to know what defense walks all over the opposing offense today, Ted. What defense walks all over the opposing offense? That's going to be tough. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of teams uh, that have got some – there's a few teams that have some matchups. You know what? The sneaky pick for me, yeah. and, I, and honestly – well, actually, I don't even think it's a sneaky pick. The team that I think that has the most potential – uh, is the Baltimore Ravens Ooh. against the Bears. Uh, yes, Mitchell Trubisky looked good, but he's a rookie quarterback, and he's going up against a veteran defense that knows how to get after the quarterback, mm-hmm. that has been known to force turnovers. Yep. I think if any defense has an opportunity of running away with it today, it might be the Ravens. I think, I think um, a defense that would definitely dominate today is the Houston Texans. They're oh, the yeah. Browns. Um, that's, <laughs> well, I mean, if, if I'm going with defenses that are potentially going to do it, yeah. uh, I would definitely say Houston is definitely a no-brainer choice as well. Oh, I think yeah. Houston has played very, very well. I mean, with yeah. the exception of the 42 that they gave up against uh, the Chiefs, they've, yeah. they've played well despite yeah. their injuries. And they're going up against an offense that's been hapless. Uh, that happens. they yes. do not seem to know what their identity is as an offense right now, uh, and they're starting a guy that hasn't started yet. Well, that and on top of that, you look at how stout this uh, run defense is for the Houston Texans. Isaiah Crowell has not been the answer this year. No. Uh, Duke no. Johnson has been has done well, but that was that's been in the passing game mainly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm liking what I'm seeing out of Duke Johnson, but again, I think the Houston Texans just, you know. Uh, swarm all over the Cleveland Browns today, and I think Deshaun uh, Watson has a very nice game. Yeah, I think uh, I think Houston will uh, get some sacks today. There's going to be some sacks, maybe maybe even some interceptions today. Absolutely, uh, it, it it could be a potential uh, bad day for them. Yep, Ted, what yep. quarterback do you think is the safest start today? Uh, I just said it earlier. Uh, I think Deshaun Watson is the, is the you safest. Think, you think he's the safest? Yeah. This, I, for this I, week. I think, I think for this week I'd have to agree with you. I do think Deshaun Watson is the safest. But yeah. what non-rookie quarterback is the safest start today? Oh, man. Because there, there are some tough matchups today, but I think – I think we both know that there are some teams, there are some definite quarterbacks that could go off today. Yeah, and I think I think one of the safest veteran um, quarterbacks would probably be Philip Rivers against the Oakland Raiders. Um, poor pass defense. I really do. Yeah, I I, I have to I, I have to uh, second that as well. I do think uh, Philip Rivers has been very consistent in an otherwise sort of dark darker season mm-hmm. um, for the Chargers so far. But they got their first win against the Giants. I know the Giants have been really bad. But once you get that first win, there's something, you know, you know, all these teams, once they get that first win, there's a tremendous weight off your shoulder. Oh, I yeah. Think. I think they got to feel a little bit more confident now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, how they play. And, of course, it's a rivalry game. It's a divisional game. And winning this game, even though the Chargers will be 2-5, and five, puts them in, still in a much better position. I mean, it's yeah. a divisional win. Yeah, it's still a divisional win. Um, we've got questions again. Ty Montgomery or Mike Glisley? This is a very tough question because Ty is playing today. Ty is playing today, but he's playing against the Minnesota Vikings. On top of that, Mike Gillisley, I mean, he's shown flashes. I just don't – especially when you look at the the recent history of Bill Belichick and running backs, um, it's just – it's a committee. Um, But if I had to pick, I I would – honestly, 
with Ty Montgomery coming off an injury and playing the stout Minnesota Vikings defense, I think I got to go. And uh, honestly, Aaron Jones is expected to get a lot of touches today for the, for the Packers. Yeah, so. I mean, I'm I, I, going to be sharing time. I think Mike has the bigger chance to get more points. Yeah, so I think Mike is the safer start. Heathrow, I picked McFadden. Do you guys believe he is worth a stash on my bench? Absolutely. Uh, McFadden is definitely worth it. Uh, if you've got Elliott, and you and I believe he's the backup for Elliot, is he not? He's the backup for Elliot, but I think not even just because if you have Elliot. I mean, if you want to be a vulture in like I am and just pick up these guys that sh- could start, McFadden, there's a very good possibility he's going to start because of the Ezekiel Elliott situation. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, right now they're on a bye week. We won't know for sure. Um, but Zeke could play next week, but then again, he may not. It's definitely worth having him on there because yeah, you can have another running back, uh, yeah. running back two even, or, or, or a, a flex option, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, Darren, and Darren McFadden is a solid running back. I mean, he, he, can, get, he can be effective in the yeah. passing game. He is, he's an effective runner. Yeah. Uh, so you're, you're not really losing anything by having him on the yeah. bench. Absolutely. And then we've got our buddy Awesome Austin who's already joined us on Facebook. Again, guys. Like, share, comment, um, put the video, share the Facebook page. Um, if you guys want to talk to us personally, call in at 718-508-9883. Yes, Heathrow, you definitely vultured Mike Williams. Absolutely. It's definitely, it's definitely a nice thing. I mean, you you got to stay on top of it. you got to be able to, you know, get in there and swoop down. Just, again, something else to talk about. We talked about it last week is bye weeks. we got another quite, quite a few teams on bye week again. Um, one of the guys in my league, dropped Trevor Simeon because he was on a bye week, so he picked up Jay Cutler. And lo and behold, I vultured Trevor Simeon because why not? I mean, definitely better than having him as a backup than nothing, just letting him go to some other team. So, yeah, I mean, vulture all you want, man. Love it. Big D, we are still waiting on Usama Young to call. Awesome, Austin, I know you've joined us. If you, I don't know if you've messaged him or, you know, reminded him. See where he's at for us. That'd be great. We're going to keep going, though. Uh, let's talk some fantasy football, guys. I mentioned earlier Deshaun Watson is a, a good start, is a good, probably the safest start for quarterback this week. Um, I, I got to say, running back is probably Kareem Hunt. Again, this Pittsburgh defense, what when it is. Isn't it Kareem Hunt? I mean, when it's a wild, what it did against Leonard Fournette, and then you got Kareem Hunt. I mean, come on, guys. And then uh, I like Brandon Cooks as well. Uh, I think Brandon Cooks is another safe. Uh, pick for wide receiver uh, playing against the, the this Jets defense. Uh, I look for Brandon Cooks to actually have a big game. Um, somebody else, if he hasn't already been picked up off the waivers, pick up for tight end Evan Ingram. Um, again, this may be too late for some of you that really haven't paid attention to him, but with uh, Odell Beckham going down, Brandon Marshall going down, Sterling Shepard's out this week, Evan Ingram is about all they have on that offense for uh, Eli Manning to throw to. And Evan Ingram is pretty much built like a wide receiver, probably will be in some wide receiver sets that he – I have a feeling he's going to go off today. I know it's against uh, Denver. However, he's – I mean, Eli's got to give it to somebody. And why not give it to the rookie tight end? Um, he throws ass. What running back goes off today? I do I, – I know I mentioned Kareem Hunt earlier. Um, let's see. Let's check out some running back matchups. So let's let's look at a, look at another one. I don't want to just give them Kareem out every single time. Uh, one that I think might be a potential sleeper to keep your eye on is Jaborius Allen for the Ravens. Uh, he played very well last game. I know he's playing the Bears, but if you didn't know this, Ted, the Bears uh-huh. uh, actually don't do well against inside running. 
Yeah. They're they're ranked pretty low, and they've given up 78 rushes for 300 yards, giving up an average of four yards a carry. Wow. Uh, for inside runners, and Javorius Allen is a between the tackles runner, and he is starting today for the Baltimore Ravens. Keep an eye on that. He is expected to get quite a few touches today. You know, another guy that we mentioned earlier is Chris Thompson. Um, I really believe, you know, him playing against the San Francisco 49ers defense, um, it, it definitely opens up. He's good in the pass game. Um, I, I, I could definitely see Chris Thompson going off. Uh, another guy I could see going off is, <clears throat> excuse me, we talked about it earlier, but the Texans, Lamar Miller, he could be, he could definitely have a chance has a chance to go off. Cleveland has just not been playing well at all this season. Like Dallas, uh, Big D said here, uh, they've just been hapless all around. Been, I like yeah. Lamar Miller too. Um, another guy I like, and it's further down the list here, is Alvin Kamara. With Adrian Peterson gone, Alvin Kamara has been the passing guy. He has been in the um, on the offensive snaps more than any of the, the, the running backs that were there. Mark Ingram, uh, Adrian Peterson, Alvin Kamara. Uh, but, and Kamara has had the most touches, um, had the most offensive snaps. So you look at that. Now with Peterson gone, taking, not taking away as many, Alvin Kamara should benefit that much more from that, especially in the past game since the Saints like to pass yep. so much. Yep. I like yep. Alvin Kamara this week as well. Uh, we've got another question here. Uh, who is going to be a PPR monster this week? PPR monster. You know, if uh, anybody's got a chance of that, I hate to say it, Deshaun Watson. He, he he could score a lot of points. He might throw a lot of touchdown passes. Uh, PPR, I think they mean by, you know, getting the reception. Oh, getting the catches. Yeah, get that. So PPR, since you get a point for every catch. Uh, if, we're, if we're going with catches, it makes it a little bit more difficult because there are so many good receivers with favorable matchups. Yeah, weekend. I mean, there is. And, you know, you again, we can bring up the Texans again. The, the, DeAndre Hopkins and Will Fuller. Will Fuller has been playing out of his mind the last yeah. couple of weeks. And to go against the Browns, could be another one. Yeah, it could be could be good. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm gonna also say, you know what? Even though they're playing the Steelers, I, I do like Tyreek Hill's chances. Oh yeah. Uh, he's been very consistent. He's played very very well, uh, despite the pressures of being sort of the number of being the declared number one guy. Uh, and you know, then of course you've got Travis Kelsey, which is always nice. But Tyreek Hill has been fiery this year. He's been very consistent delivery. I think he's got a chance to get a lot of catches this week. Yeah, I, and I, I said it earlier, but I think I, I'm really loving the matchup for Brandon Cooks. Uh, he has yes. been he has been the Randy Moss, the new Randy Moss of this team. Not taking a you know, I'm not saying Brandon Cooks is Randy Moss. Do not misquote me there. I'm just saying he's a speedster guy that gets down the field for Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, against his Jets defense, uh, yeah, he has a very good chance of being, being a PPR yeah, monster. He could, have a, he could have a great day. Yeah, very well. Um, and then as far as running backs, I do think Le'Veon Bell is going to get a bunch of touches, a bunch of receptions today. I think yeah. he's going to be a monster. But honestly, the one that I think I'm going to keep the closest eye on at running back 10 mm-hmm. is going to be Leonard Fournette. Mm-hmm. I think Leonard Fournette is going to touch the ball. 25 times today. Okay. Between catches and runs, he's going to touch the ball a lot. Yeah. The Jaguars do not want to get, run the risk of Blake Bortles turning over the ball and feeling pressured. They're going to do everything they can to make sure that doesn't happen. They're going to give that ball to Fournette and let him whittle away at this defense. One second. Okay. Uh, we have another question on there, Big D. You want to go ahead and ask it? We've got uh, PPR, QB, wide receiver, running back, anybody really to choose from. Uh, and then Martavis Bryant or John Brown PPR lead. 
Okay, let me go back and uh, let me actually read that. That was quite a bit. So PPR, quarterback, wide receiver, running back, anybody really to choose from. Oh, so he was saying for he was saying for the PPR point, like you were saying Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, we, okay, we, we said it earlier. About that. Yeah. So Martavis Bryant or John Brown, that's actually kind of a tough one because uh, oh. you got Martavis Bryant is on a team with lots and lots of weapons. Yeah, I mean, on top of that, John Brown is now coming back off of an injury. Uh, I do think. Larry Fitzgerald and then Jaron Brown is the is the pecking order and yeah, then John so. Brown. Yeah. Um, so I I really think if I'm going to be safe here, I think I'm going to go with Martavis Bryant um, as they as a your pick between wide receivers there. Um, I'm hoping that's for a flex for you, Martin. Um, however, I think Antonio Brown draws a lot of attention on this Chiefs defense. Martavis Bryant could get open. Martavis Bryant has big play capability. Yeah, he he's six mm-hmm. four. He is fast and he he has great hands, so he, it, it, he is a good matchup. Got, or, uh, not a great matchup, um, but decent. Yeah. Uh, who has who has been the most disappointing injury this year? Disappointing injury, uh, David Johnson. Uh, yeah, I think David Johnson, uh, simply for the fact that he had the biggest fantasy implications. I think yeah. it really had a lot of teams scrambling. But if we're going for non-fantasy, if we're if we're going in terms of out of the fantasy football realm, I'm going with with. Uh, with J.J. Watt, actually. Yeah. I think it was really – I mean, with all the stuff that he did in the offseason. Yeah. With with all the hurricane yeah. money that he raised. Yeah. And the way that the team is starting to come together and play well. And he's a hero for Houston. He really is. I feel like that is, to me, one of the most disheartening uh, injuries of the season. Absolutely. You know, and I think another one, too, to consider, if you're not looking at it from – I mean, you could look at it from a fantasy uh, yeah. point from this next one. Um, but Dalvin Cook. He was yeah. he was he was moving good. He was on fire, um, and as a rookie, you you you're you're hot, and then you're hurt, and you're out for the year, and that's yeah. just that's just disheartening. And and you know we've talked about it before. We never want to see a guy get hurt. I mean, we know we realize that the game is very physical. People do get hurt. Absolutely. But you never want to see anybody get hurt. But you especially don't want to see a rookie get hurt in their yeah. first season. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, and to be out for the year, and to be out for the year. Yep. Uh, Giovanni Cologne Eagles for real. Well, you know Giovanni, if you were here with us from day one, you'd know we've been talking about. We've been talking about the Eagles, uh, and you know I, they have not disappointed me yet. You want to you want to go ahead and give Giovanni what he wants? Is that what you want, Giovanni? You want to fly? Do you need one? Is, is that what you need? You get one. All right. The Eagles have been flying around. They've been flying around. They've been swarming quarterbacks. They've been getting interceptions and Ted. I don't have to tell you. Yeah, I've been getting after quarterback quite a bit this year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and yeah. Heathrow agrees with about the Dalvin Cook comment. Yeah, you know, you know, it's disheartening. It is disheartening. You see uh, Dalvin Cook go down like that. It, and, you know, the other thing yeah, about that is that Minnesota seemed to finally finally be getting some steam offensively, something we hadn't seen in the past, uh, you know, since since the departure of, of Adrian Peterson. Uh, there's really been kind of a void. Yes. On the Minnesota de- on the Minnesota offense, we you know the defense for Minnesota, I would argue, has kind of you know it's not always been amazing, but it's been a, it's been stout it's been the stalwart trademark of Minnesota to have a good defense. Yeah. And offensively, we've always sort of kind of seen mediocrity really from Minnesota ever since the departure of, of guys like Adrian Peterson, Randy Moss. Yeah. And, and the list goes on and on. We haven't really seen a, a, a good offense out of Minnesota. And so to see Dalvin Cook go down like that, yeah, it was just disheartening. But Heathrow has another question. Who has been the most reliable fantasy player this year? I oh. think uh, 
Ted? Oh, Kareem Hunt. It's, it's got to be Kareem, Kareem Hunt. Hunt. I know everybody's going to say, well, why, why go after Kareem Hunt? But if you look at his performances game yeah. after game after game, it started with the Patriots game, and, you know, people kind of thought, okay, well, that's exciting. Yeah. But that's a fluke, you know, it won't happen again. He's a rookie, you know. Yeah, but yeah. it has been consistent performances of, of almost every game having 100 yards or more. And even if he hasn't scored a touchdown in games, being able to consistently deliver 100-yard games, right? that isn't just impressive in fantasy. That's impressive, period. Being able to consistently run for 100 yards, that is the benchmark. For a good starting running back in the NFL is to be able to get that 100 yards a game. Yeah, I mean, and obviously this is going to differ between people in their league, yeah. their PDR and stuff. But the points that I'm looking at for Kareem Hunt, and I actually, you know, drafted them um, in this league, but 45 points, 25 points, 25 points, 16 points, 14 points. Last week it was his worst week, and it was against the this tough Houston run defense. And he still was able to produce over 100 yards running. Um, Nine yards receiving, but it was still a solid performance. 14.6. Yeah, it's still solid performance. Now he's going up against Pittsburgh, who hasn't been very good against the run, who hasn't done well against uh, pass-catching uh, running backs. I mean, Kareem Hunt has just, you know, been, went above and beyond expectations. You know, this year. I mean, we were excited about him coming in and coming out of the draft. Absolutely. I know you, you talked about him. I talked about him. I know Austin was pretty high on him coming in the draft. We yeah. all kind of thought this was a guy – that has passed under the radar, and he's going to shine, and he has not disappointed. Uh, Heathrow, if you want to buy us some Hunt jerseys, you go right ahead and send them, buddy. Oh, yeah, we'll, absolutely. We'll, we'll take them. We'll take them. Uh, if you want, to, you want to send me a Hunt jersey, it's an XL, buddy. Send, send me the XL. <laughs> they don't call me Big D for nothing. I'm a big guy. Uh, you know, I, they, they ride kind of soft. Have we, we, have we heard anything on Usama Young? The, uh, awesome. Austin has uh, messaged him again to see okay. what's going on. All right. So, um, but in continuing on, uh, guys, keep your fantasy questions going. Ah, what offense needs to be repaired the most, and what would you guys suggest the fix is? Ted, do you want me to lead off? Or do you want to do it? I mean, I can lead off this time. Go it's for fine. It. It's fine. Um, obviously, we talk about the Browns. That's, that's always the one we talk about. Let's, 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 move, let's move on from the Browns. Um, I want to talk about the Bengals. The Bengals, to me, this offense has just – here lately, it's done well, but again, this offensive line has struggled. This offensive line has struggled to protect Andy Dalton. They need uh, Andy Dalton needs a lot of protection to be able to throw to AJ Green. This offense has been AJ Green, and that's it. What they need, what the Bengals need to do, they need to this offseason. They need to address the offensive line issue. I just said that. However, they need to get in there, get the free agents, or draft a couple of big young, big mauler kind of guys. You know what I'm saying? Some six, 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 mm-hmm. seven guys. Um, on top of that, they need. To get to move on from Jeremy Hill, you've obviously got Joe Mixon as your um, uh, number one running back. Move on from Jeremy Hill. Use Joe Mixon. Put Giovanni Bernard as your pass catching running back, and just move on. You can get value out of Jeremy Hill. My my thing about Joe Mixon is I've been high on him. I told you guys coming into into the draft that Joe Mixon was a freak of nature. The guy is is phenomenal. Yeah, Uh, he needs to be carrying the ball twenty times a game. Yeah, but I like your pick. Yeah. But I'm going with the New York Giants. They have been absolutely lost. Yeah. This, they thought Brandon, Mar- Brandon Marshall's the guy. He's going to be the, the guy. Yeah. No, he hasn't been the guy. He's not even been a deep threat. People don't even care that he's on the field. It's like what, you, get, you play the Giants, and you're like, you guys have receivers? Yeah, it's you, a bye you week. You could have fooled me. It's a bye week. Uh, you know, the, out of all the teams we've seen offensively, yes, the Bengals didn't score a touchdown in their first two, two games. Yeah. 
But the Giants have turned over the ball numerous times. Yes. Their offensive line is atrocious. Yes. They have no running game. Yes. And who's their wide receivers again? They're all hurt. They're, They're all, all hurt. hurt. <laughs> uh, this, and, and you know what? Honestly, Eli Manning is starting to show some wear and tear. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I think if there's any team offensively that needs a complete oh, utter rehaul, yeah. it's the Giants. And they need to start with the offensive line and work their way down the list. Yeah. Um, you know, something else, too, is I, I didn't mention this, but I could see in the foreseeable future the Giants picking up Victor Cruz to help their wide receivers out. I mean, come on. They're, Odell Beckham's gone for the year. Brandon Marshall's gone for the year. Sterling Shepard's out right now. That's going to their top three wide receivers. Victor Cruz knows this offense. Yeah. It would it'd be a sensible pickup just to, you know, hey, let's let's rally the troops a and little I bit can here. Tell you right now, Shane Vereen is not the answer at running back. They no. need somebody at run. No. They need to be investing in an offensive line and a running back. They yeah. need to get back to the basics of football, what they used to have yeah. when they were good. When the Giants played well, they had – if you look back at the teams where the Giants were actually well, when they were Super Bowl contending teams, yeah. they had a solid defense, they had a decent offensive line, but they had a running game. Yeah, I mean, you, again, like you said, th- this offense needs a complete overall. This Giants uh, front office has a big, big task ahead. They do. They, they do. have a lot to do. Yeah. Uh, I think, honestly, we're going to see the Giants be a top, top top five, maybe even top three draft pick this year. Yeah. Uh, I expect them to do a lot of work. Uh, Heathrow, I feel like you're fishing for compliments for the Chiefs at this point. <laughs> I'm actually going in a different direction for what young rookie has truly stepped up and commanded attention on the field. I'm picking Deshaun Watson. Uh, yeah. this, is a, this is a young man who had to come into a situation and start at quarterback, one of the most vital positions on the football field. He is the signal caller and now the leader, the captain of this team. Yep. He's faced a tremendous amount of adversity with a lot of his team, with a lot of the veteran leadership and his team being injured and out when you've got Whitney Merciless going down, you've got J.J. Watt going down. Right. Uh, I've got to go with Deshaun Watson. He has been a breath of fresh air in Houston. And, and you know what? He's been all the difference for yeah. Houston. He has been the difference in wins and losses. And when you look at, you know, you look at Kareem Hunt, yes, he's been phenomenal. But he is not, he has the benefit of Andy Reid as a coach. Absolutely. He has the benefit of a pretty good offensive line. <laughs> and he has the benefit of, of having a, a veteran play caller mm-hmm. underneath the snap. I have to say Deshaun Watson has, commanded respect this year. I like that um, pick. I like that pick a lot. I, I love that pick. Um, Deshaun Watson has done very well, obviously. Um, and I, we've talked – we've raved about Cream Hunt. Yeah. Um, but I think I'm going to go a different route just to give another, pro, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. Different, different point of view. Uh, why, not, why not Leonard Fournette? Um, yeah. The last year, this, like, team, like this team they could not run the ball for nothing. This offense was, was terrible. Yeah, I mean, and now you've got one guy, one guy drafted pretty much, and this mm-hmm. team – has just shocked everybody. And, you know, we we were very critical of the Jaguars. Oh, yeah. Uh, coming into the season. But you know what? Uh, I, I said it to start the year. I said the Giant, the Jaguars defense is going to be a lot better. They've oh, proven yeah. that. But I don't think anybody foresaw Leonard Burnett being this this effective, being this much of a difference maker for difference this Jaguars maker, yeah. offense. That's what it uh, I really like that pick as well. I, I really do. Uh, and you know what? I'm excited to see the head-to-head matchups between – the Jaguars and the Texans down the line. Oh yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be tough matchups. Um, both defenses are good. Both running backs are good. Um, the quarterbacks, uh, obviously, I think the Texans have a better quarterback than the Jaguars right now. 
But if Blake Bortles can get on it, man, this I mean, this Jaguars team, the, the sky's the limit for him. And you know what? I, I am going to go I – mean, you know, we've been tremendously critical of Blake Bortles, and I'm going to go ahead and praise him. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion, he is he does not have great, great receivers. He's got okay receivers. Alan Hearns is no Martavis Bryant. He's no yeah. tremendous playmaker. Uh, Marquise Lee is no big-time tremendous right. playmaker. But Blake Bortles has made it made it work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and certainly having Leonard Fournette uh, has definitely helped. Who needs to retire after this season? Jay Cutler. And he needs to stay <laughs> retired. Don't ever come back to the NFL. Don't you ever darken an NFL franchise's doorstep again, Jay oh. Cutler. You go home, you sit on that couch, and don't even think about signing another NFL contract. Wow. Jay Cutler needs to go home and retire. Um, not just because... Uh, Jay Cutler has performed so abysmally this year in comparison to what everybody kind of hoped that he would do, what thought he would do. Right. <sighs> but he has uh, he is he is surrounded by a very good offense. Uh, when we were talking about the weapons that he would have when he came to this offense, I seem to recall us all saying, "There's no excuse for Jay Cutler not to play well." Right. Somehow, the Dolphins can't win games with Jay Ajayi. Yeah, and and Marvin Jones, and and Landry. Yeah, I don't know how that's possible, but they have found a way, proving once again that the Dolphins and the Browns can find ways to lose football games. Um, with with the um, you know, with the Dolphins, unfortunately, Jay Cutler, you know, that we told we said before when they when they signed him, uh, Jay Cutler has no excuses. They've got Jarvis Landry, they've got Devontae Parker, they've got Kenny Stills, they've got uh, Julius yeah. Thomas. Uh, they have J.J. at the run game, who has not played as what we expected. Um, i got to say, Jay Cutler needs to retire after this. Uh, will Big Ben retire after this season? I don't think so. It, I do. I think, so? I think Ben's done? done. Yeah, I think Ben's done. You know, I, I almost would have said yes, but you know what? Uh, he's got more weapons than he's ever had. But I think the problem with him is, is he's aging. He's not he's – not, I don't want to say he's not what he used to be, but that five interception game, that opened a lot of people's eyes. Um, I think you know, Big Ben still has it. I really do. Uh, I just think he was already considering retiring going into this offseason. Now with him starting his, his starting to decline a little bit, um, I, could, I could definitely see Big Ben retiring. And especially now, this team has the opportunity to go to the Super Bowl. This team has the personnel to make oh, if they go to the Super Bowl, I think. Yeah, I think if, he if they go to the Super Bowl and win this, yeah, the, he, he's done yeah, for if, sure. If they win the Super Bowl, I think they retire. However, on the on the on the opposite end of the spectrum, uh, if they fall short of the Super Bowl this year and they get uh-huh. close, I think Big Ben comes back one more year. Yeah. I think he comes back one more time. Uh, but you know, it's it, you know, it's possible. It's, I don't want to rule it out completely. I think yeah. it is possible. And you know, it's not like you guys don't have a solid quarterback option on your bench now that you've drafted, you know. Um, we drafted Josh Dobbs, but I actually think if um, Big Ben does retire, I think we're going to be in the Kirk Cousins sweepstakes if the Redskins can't get the deal done. Awesome. I really do. Uh, and you know what? That would be actually pretty interesting to see uh, Kirk Cousins <laughs> over in, in, in some of the big year. Yeah, sorry. Uh, what's the, what's the word on this? Song? Uh, I, just, yeah. I just texted Awesome Austin. He hasn't uh, heard anything yet from Usama yet. So, again, guys, this stuff happens. Players, you know, they tell us where they're going to come on. We advertise it. They don't come on sometimes. It happens. Um, we're still waiting on the call from Osama Young. Uh, Joe Blunt will be calling in here in about uh, 10 minutes. So we'll get that NFL hopeful on here and talk to him hey, for a little bit. Well, we, we get somebody. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, got, kind of disappointed about that. 
Um, got a lot of people joining. Remember, guys, thank you for your love and support. We appreciate it. Like, share, comment on the video. Uh, share the page. Get, get us out there, guys. It's with your help that we can keep growing and uh, keep talking more football, man. Yeah, we we uh, we really do appreciate you guys. And remember, yeah. don't be shy. You can call in anytime. Absolutely. 718-508-9883. Call us anytime. Talk to we're us. on the air. We love we love talking to you guys. You guys lonely? We're not. We're lonely. I'm, I am lonely. We want to talk to you. I'm moving in. <laughs> I'm moving in, Ted. I'm staying here. Are you? Yeah, I'm okay. staying. Uh, it, yes, Mariota is playing. Uh, Mariota is playing Heathrow. I've, you may have missed that when we were talking about game time predictions. He yep. is playing in this game today. Uh, he's hurt still. Uh, his his uh, I believe it's his ankle that's hindering him still. Hammy. His hammy. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he will be playing today. Uh, so if you have him, I, you know it's a shaky start still. Yeah, but I, I think I wouldn't start him. I wouldn't risk it. But he will be playing today. So if you have the Colts defense, maybe don't play them today. Yeah. I, again, I think the way the Titans win this game. Today, uh, on Monday is run, um, run, run the ball. Honestly, I think the Titans uh, really do need to establish their run game as part of their identity. Yes, they do. Uh, you know, yes. I think that would work wonders for them. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Absolutely agree with that. And I, I, I'm, we're loving the comments he throw. Yeah, and, and, and everybody else, Brad uh, Almendinger, thank you for commenting. Man, I know he's an Eagles fan. Lori and John, thanks for joining us. Yes. Appreciate you guys. Absolutely. Jessica from Texas. Love you. You, you. you know you know what it is, baby. <laughs> one of these. One of these for you, sweetheart. That's yeah, for you. Yeah. Oh, man. So, anyways, guys, we're still waiting on the Asami Young. And, uh, yeah, uh, Heathrow, Richard should be a safe start. Again, Mariota will be starting today. Yes. Yes, and, yeah, I completely agree. I, that I do agree. Richard yeah. is pretty useless without him. Yeah, um, uh, and Matt Castle just hasn't been – I mean, Listen, he's Matt Castle. Don't, Matt even, Castle. don't open that yeah. can of worms with me. I don't even want to talk about it. I mean, that's another guy I'd love to see retire. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of there. I'm about sick of it, huh? I'm you not know, tired of you it. You know what? I, to that question again, another guy I'd like to see retire, Tom Brady. I'm sick. I'm sick of you know winning. You know what? I am, I am telling you right now, Tom Brady is on this weird diet, this vegan thing. Yeah. Uh, he's going to live forever. Yeah. Yeah, apparently. You know, Tom Brady has said that he wants to play well into his, you know, 40s or whatever, or until he just feels like he doesn't want to. Maybe anymore. 70s. We don't Maybe know. Maybe 70s. Yeah. Uh, Tom Brady just consists, finds way to do, finds ways to win games with, yeah. with nothing. I don't know. I mean, at some point, we're just going to see Tom Brady running down the field by himself, no offensive line. He'll just <laughs> snap the ball to himself. He'll run it himself. He'll throw it to himself. Yeah, I mean, you know, and I, I, I it's obviously joking because I, you have to love watching Tom Brady and and he just he's a surgeon. I mean, on it's, field. Just, it's phenomenal to watch him. You know, uh, one of the things that uh, you know people talk about when they talk about you know guys like when they talk about true great players mm-hmm. is you know the great ones win championships and and the great ones. You know, they they make all they they have the records. You know, they they do it. They you know they make it do with what they've got. Maybe they're surrounded by great talent. You know, you've got guys like Roger Staubach come to mind. Right. Uh, you've got guys like Terry Bradshaw that come to mind. Yeah. Tom Brady is going to put himself in that company oh, before yeah. he leaves. He already NFL. is in that company. Uh, when you talk about success, Tom Brady and the Patriots have become the measuring stick. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and the Steelers, you know, franchise as storied as they are, even they are are looking at the Patriots now and revamping, you know, their team. And, and mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, the way that Tom Brady plays, a lot of teams have remodeled the way that they look at the quarterback position, the way that they look at offensive line position. Well, something to keep in mind oh. with, with Tom Brady, you can even say this about Pey- the Peyton Mannings and Aaron Rodgers. They, you could put, 
you could put poor personnel around them. And they, and they somehow make it happen. And they still make it happen because they make – they not only elevate their own gameplay, they elevate everybody else's gameplay. And, you know, the thing that comes to my mind is when we talked to Sid Steele, one of the things that he talked about was vision. Yeah. And I think it's so important that we hearken back to that. Yeah. When you think about a guy like Tom Brady – it's vision. Yeah. You know, Peyton Manning, it's these guys make these plays with these players because they got that, they, they can visualize it and they make that a reality. And that's oh, yeah. just, but it's, it's amazing to watch. Yeah. And I mean, they're absolute generals. I mean, they, they, they command that offense. They're surgeons with precision. I mean, it's just, it, and they it, command it's respect on and off the field from, from their personnel. They hold everybody around them to a higher standard, which is something else to consider. Oh, Although, yeah. you know, I mean, you know, Tom Brady a little bit, you know, yeah. maybe not so much, but whatever. <laughs> Uh, what is the best wide receiver matchup for coverage today? That is actually a really tough question. What is the best wide receiver matchup for coverage today? Ether, could you elaborate a little bit? Like, do you mean best wide receiver versus defense? Like, specifically, like, who will have the best day? Yeah, I'm, 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 I just need a little bit more out of that. A little bit. Let's see here. Let me get back to that. There we go. There we go. Bring back Sid Steele. Great yeah. interview. Yeah, we anytime, love that. Anytime Sid wants to come back, he knows yeah. that he can come back. And Ted, uh, I believe we talked about getting in touch with him again very soon. We'd love to. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was he was a great guy. He had a lot of fun too. Hey, I, you know what? It's great when they they do all the work for me. Oh yeah, they, he just we'd ask him a question. He just went. He went off and he answered other questions. I mean, it's it's great. And you know, I was, you know, his. It, there's certain guys we've interviewed on here that have just been tremendous personalities, and yeah. he's been one of them. Him and uh, um, Rick Upchurch. I'd love to have them both all at the same time. Rick was, uh, Rick was a, a fantastic guy. He was He's a, a character. That guy was something else. Yeah. Uh, love, love Rick. And he says yes. <laughs> we uh, we will we will definitely have Sid Steele back on this show at some point. He's a he's a guy with a very busy schedule. So I think he's referring to wide receiver matchups. Um, let's see here. So what I said versus uh, what receiver would have the best day today? That's what that's what I am. Okay. Um, so I mean, again, we met, we talked about it earlier, uh, but obviously you could throw in the Houston Texans wide receivers. Um, another guy to watch out for, uh, including with Brandon Cook, is Chris Hogan. Chris Hogan has stepped up for this uh, Patriots um, uh, offense, and so has Danny Amendola. Those guys that you need to watch out for. Um, let's see. Let's take a look here. I'm going to scroll down a little bit here, guys. Huh. Oh, that's why. I'm not on wide receivers here. I got to – there we go. You know, I uh, – yes. I'd have to say uh, as far as as far as far coverage, as far as who's going to have the uh, best matchups, mm-hmm. you know, that's really tough. But – can you scroll up? Right, yeah, right there. Uh, one guy that you might want to keep an eye on today is uh, Keenan Allen. Uh-huh. Uh, he's going up against the Oakland Raiders. The Oakland Raiders have been very bad against the pass. They've given up a lot of passing yards. Yeah. Uh, and he's been a favorite target of Phillip Rivers. He's gotten touchdown. He's been getting touchdown catches pretty consistently. He's been having some pretty decent games. I I think uh, Keenan Allen could have a great matchup. Today. I'm actually shocked you didn't pick who I thought you were going to pick. And I'm going to pick him. Because oh, you, oh, you are. Okay. Michael Grabtree. <laughs> you know, I, you know I, I would have said Grabtree, but you know what? There's just so many weapons on that Oakland team. Well, I think. Well, the thing is, is Grabtree has been a focal point in this offense, and it was it, you could see that when he wasn't yeah. there, when he was hurt. Um, not to mention 
uh, I almost said San Diego. The L.A. Chargers um, don't have Jason Verrett in there. They lost their top uh, cornerback in there. Um, not to mention a lot of attention is going to go to Amari Cooper, even though he hasn't done as much. Yeah, it's true. He, Michael Crabtree is just a end zone reception. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean, I love Crabtree. I mean, obviously, uh, obviously I went to school uh, where Crabtree went, and he was there the year before me. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I definitely uh, have a little bit of uh, feelings about that. But, yeah. I mean, Michael has been – He's talking battles. Fantastic uh, performer when he's performing. He's a consistent yeah. guy that's going to get a lot of catches. He, but I do like Keenan Allen today. Heathrow's talking about uh, – Versus battles. one-on-one matchup. Yeah, Patrick battle. Peterson versus Mike Evans. I love that one, too. Uh, that's that going to be a fun matchup to watch. Mike Evans is an incredibly physical wide receiver. Yes. Uh, but Patrick Peterson is one of the best jammers at the line that I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be a really kind of a toss-up, really, in my opinion. But I think Mike Evans can win the matchup a few times today. He might he might burn him a couple times. I got, I got one for you. Antonio Brown, Marcus Peters. Yeah, that's that, going to that, be a good one. You know, and one of the things that was great to, to see when we talked to uh, Sid mm-hmm. was how much of a chess match it is. Oh, yeah. And these wideouts and these, uh, you know, these cornerbacks, yeah, uh, you know, we don't talk about it enough when we when we talk about the NFL, and I think a lot of people neglect this because we're so focused on you know quarterbacks and right and and you know specific, you know the defense as a whole, uh, but corners really do have probably the toughest job of any any player on the team because oh, yeah. they are going up against some of the fastest people alive. And they have got to stop them at all costs. And they don't – they have so little time to make that minimal contact that it makes all the difference. And guys like Marcus Peters and, and Patrick Peterson, yeah, they are phenomenal athletes. And they can jam these receivers at the line in a way that we just don't see it very often. I've got another exciting matchup for you. Jordy Nelson versus Xavier Rhodes. It's going to be another good one. It's going to be another good one. I, I mean, I think it could be a good one for Jordy Nelson. Yeah. <laughs> No bias involved here, but I, I really do think that's kind of a mismatch for, for Jordy. I think Jordy can win that. He's got that. He's got a very – he's got a lot of speed. Uh, Xavier's fast, but – Xavier Xavier Rhodes is a if, phenomenal corner. If, if Jordy can get that step in on him, I, I think that veteran wiliness comes into play. Who gets sacked most today? Uh, Ted, let me tell you who's going to get sacked most today. Go for it. Kevin Hogan's going to get sacked the most today. I have to disagree with you. I think the Cleveland – quarterback will be hit the most today. I know Houston is missing two of their best pass rushers, uh-huh. but it's Houston, and they're playing against a terrible offensive line. Yep. Uh, I think he's going to get sacked the most. I got to say Eli Manning. Eli Manning, <laughs> yeah. You know Play what? Just throw, just, throw, just throw Brian Hoyer in there, too. Brian yeah. Hoyer is going to get sacked a lot this week. Uh, you know what? Eli might get sacked a lot today. Yeah. I still think Deshaun I, – I think I still think Hoyer will get I, sacked a lot I today. think with as poor as the, uh, the New York Giants offensive line has played and then – Obviously, the Denver Broncos defense. I just—it's a bad matchup. Yeah, there. that's a—that's a bad matchup. It could be a very long, very long day for uh, Eli, or or it could be a very short day for him, yeah. depending on who gets back there. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> when you look at the pass—you know—jokes aside, when you look at the pass rushers that Denver has, these are some of the hardest hitting guys in the NFL. Yes, and yes. they have—they have. They have Flatback many quarterbacks already oh, yeah. this year. Oh yeah. Uh, I do not like that matchup for Eli. If I were Eli, I'd miss my plane, I'd miss my <laughs> flight, I'd stay at home, and I'd just say, guys, good luck. What's What's even worse is he doesn't have any weapons to throw to except for Evan Ingram, 
There's no run game to help protect you know, maybe, the Packers. Maybe maybe Eli should just start running the Wildcats. Yeah, himself. it's just, it's scary for him. I mean, really, really. Trubisky gets rocked today. Uh, you know what? Trubisky's going to get hit. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. Uh, I think he'll get hit a number of times today. But you know what? I think I think he can take it. I yeah. think he, I think he'll I think he'll get up. He's a young he's a young he's buck. He's a young buck. He'll yeah. get back up. Uh, but Eli, I don't know. <laughs> Nick, we are glad that we have been a big help to you this season. Yeah, we really appreciate I wish that, I was man. Big of a help to myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're what two and three right now. Yeah, it's not going so. I think I think mine's four and one or five and one. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm doing pretty good. I'm having some rough matchups. I'm 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 losing a lot of close games in our fantasy league, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean last week it was you versus me. Yeah, so. it, it was pretty close. It yeah. came down to Adam Thielen. Yep. When games come down to Adam Thielen, I'm not happy. Yeah, it's pretty. It's close. Anyways, uh, Nick, we appreciate it. Remember, guys, like, share, comment the video. Call in at 718-508-9883. Joe Blunt should be calling in. We were waiting for Osama Young to call in. Um, Neither one have called in yet, and this is just bad. This is sad. This is uh, I'm very very disappointed. Uh, Yeah, pretty awful. Buck Allen, Ajayi, or Jordan Howard at running back (sighs) and EPR. I'm leaning towards Howard with Trubisky. You know what? I think Howard's going to touch the ball quite a bit today because they are playing the Ravens. Uh, I know that uh, I know that the Ravens' defense is really, really good, but Howard might be the safe bet just because he's going to get a lot of touches. I, I definitely think you could safely say don't start Buck Allen. Yeah. Um, who, do the, who do the Dolphins play again today? Uh, the Dolphins. Sorry, guys. We get so many teams going. And yeah. Uh, I the Dolphins. I've got it right here. No problem. Let me just get it back out here. The Dolphins will be playing the Falcons today. So don't start Jay Ajayi. Um, um, honestly, I think uh, if you're going to start a Ravens running back, start Javorius Allen because he's probably going to start. That's Buck Allen. He's oh, is, that, is yeah. that Buck Allen? I mean, yeah. is that what they call him? Why yeah. do they call him Buck? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway uh, you know what? If Delay that um, because it is the Bears. The Bears are playing pretty well. Yeah. Even though the Bears haven't performed very well against inside the tackle running yeah. backs, I mean, you could. You, I think you might be okay, but if you're going for points, I think you're probably going to go with Jordan. I think for me, because um, they're going to rely on him Jordan, a lot. Jordan Howard has just not been what he was last year. Uh, part of that has to do with uh, Terry Cohen. Uh, not to mention this Ravens defense is good. It is. Um, I've got to say, I think I got to go Jay Ajayi here. Um, I'm not. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of it, but I, I'm not a huge fan of these running backs to pick from. I'm not, you know, dogging on Nick here, um, but I, I think I got to go JJ. He, he he drafted him in the first round, and that sucks because he just has played poor. Um, but I think this Falcons defense is a little more forgiving than the Ravens and the the Bears. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go JJ. Yeah, and if and if this is uh, your one or two running back, I don't know what kind of league you're in or how many you could start. Uh, then, yeah, probably Jay Ajayi wouldn't be a bad bet. Yeah. Um, you can maybe get away with Buck in your in your, uh, in your your flex over Jordan just because uh, of the fact that the Bears are, like, 17th against runners inside the tackles. Mm-hmm. So and, something and, to keep an eye and on. And Buck Allen catches the football too. Uh, he does. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, a fun stat, though, uh, I think I mentioned this. I don't think they were on when we mentioned it. But uh, the Bears – not only are ranked 17th against runners that run inside the tackles, they've given up an average of four yards a carry, four touchdowns right up the middle, and uh, over 300 yards. So, I mean, really, Buck Allen could be a good shot, too. Uh, so it might not be bad. Trubisky doesn't have enough scramble, so ends up 
Uh, rather sunny, sunny to sign up. Uh, you know, Food jokes. I like it. You know, I think uh, I think Trubisky will get hit a few times today, but I, I still think he'll be all right. He'll be okay. He'll put he'll put up a decent performance. He'll make oh, yeah. a decent showing. I mean, man, I gotta I gotta say, the I keep going back. Ball QB in the court, in the game today. Well, I want to discard some bias, but it's really hard for me to. I have to say, some of the throws that Aaron Rodgers has made, he's the. I think he's the best pinpoint deep ball thrower in the NFL. Oh, look, you, you look at the throws that he's made to some of the guys that he has thrown to. Last week was a prime example, and then you talk about the playoff game against the Cowboys last year. It's Jared Cook. It's Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers on the deep ball, he throws dimes. I mean, it is phenomenal I mean, to watch him. He is, he is one of those guys you can't leave him any time. No, no. time. You know, 10 seconds is enough time for him to throw the ball 70 yards and win the game. Yeah. Uh, You know, we've seen it time and again. We just saw it last week. Yeah. Just saw it. Yeah. Uh, You know, I think, I think Aaron Rodgers is the best deep ball thrower. Yeah. I agree. I completely agree. Um, But that's the bias here. I, I, you know, discard by bias. uh, I am a Packers fan, but you know, you look at the other quarterbacks in the league and look at some of the throws that Rodgers has made. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with Buck Allen here. I keep going yeah. back to it. I just keep think, thinking Buck Allen for your second wide receiver or running back. Um, and then you have Michael Thomas, Brandon Cooks, Adam Thielen, and DeAndre Hopkins at wide receiver and flex. Yeah, you're, you yeah, are going to be fine. Uh, yeah. Definitely uh, Brandon Cooks is a, is a go. Yeah, uh, you start Brandon Cooks, that's not even a question. I like uh, they're the, playing the Jets. I like the Adam Thielen one, too, because – uh, Stephon Diggs is out, so yeah. that puts Adam Thielen's the number one guy He's now. Be the number guy. Yeah. Uh, but I also like DeAndre Hopkins playing against the Browns. Playing against the Browns. Uh, you know, so he is going to be fine. Buck yeah. Allen, I think uh, I'm going to continue. Uh, I'm going to backtrack. Continue with what I was originally saying. Yeah. I, I think he's probably the best start because I think he's going to touch the ball back quite it. a bit. Uh, simply because I think uh, the Ravens are going to look to try and build off last week. They're going to want to try to protect Flacco and limit the amount of times he can turn over the football. Well, and not to mention, I kept going back and forth with it because, again, it's that the, the running backs he had oh. were just it was just hard to pick from. But thinking about it, thinking about being a pass catching running back, the PPR opportunities. I think I got to go Buck Allen yeah. here. There's a lot outside there. Yeah, there is. I am very disappointed in both of our guests right now. I yep, neither is called, and you know that again. That happens, but it is what it is. And guys, keep these questions. Coming, yeah. we are enjoying the question. Uh, what is the what is close there for the most exciting game this week? Ah, what is the closest or most exciting game this week? Let me pull up that line. It's a good thing I didn't close that. Let's see here. Let's look at our schedule here, Ted. Uh, you know what? It's kind of tough, but yeah, I think uh, I think the Jaguars and Rams might be the most exciting game. Um, I like the matchup. Two good defenses, two two quarterbacks that have exceeded expectations, and uh, two solid running backs. I got I got to go with uh, again no bias here, but I got to go with the Chiefs and Steelers. That will be an exciting game uh, for the simple reason that it's going to be interesting to see whether or not Big Ben can bounce back from his performance. Right. But it's also going to be a very good chess match because honestly, as far as the Chiefs have played, this will be the best potentially potentially the most weaponized offense they've faced all season so far. Yeah. I, I, mean, I mean, you look at the weapons that the Steelers have. Oh, yeah. And on paper, this looks like a, this looks like a chess match just waiting to happen. This could be a down-to-the-wire game. 
Uh, make no mistake that I have no – I suffer no delusions that the Steelers will play anything like they did against the Jaguars. You can bet that they're going to play better than that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, next question. Alex Smith, a real MVP candidate, or really fake? He's playing like a man possessed. I don't think Alex Smith uh, would be my MVP pick. I think a lot of his success uh, can be attributed to the success of Kareem Hunt and the offensive line that he has. And the, and the defense, too. And honestly, uh, when, we look at, when we look at the Chiefs, uh, one, one name comes to mind to me, and it's not even Kareem Hunt. It's Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andy Reid has a proven history of being able to take quarterbacks and get the most mileage out of them. He gets the most bang for your buck. He did it with, he did it with McNabb yep. in, in, in Philly, yep. and he's doing it now with Alex Smith. I don't think Alex Smith is the MVP candidate. I think um, we'll see somebody. You else. know, unfortunately, with the MVP candidate, it always – I mean, everybody just automatically goes – it's going to be a quarterback. And I hate that because um, there's so many good – so there many are, talented, so many talented players. players. Yeah. And, but um, I think Alex Smith I – think, I think this team as a whole – has played possessed. They have. They've played, they played phenomenal. This is a team that's played with a chip on their shoulder this year. With, with, with MVP, it needs to be 100%, without a doubt, this team wins with this guy, and if he's not in there, he loses. That is my definition of an MVP candidate. Without him, they are nothing. And um, you, you've got only a couple names that are like that. Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Without those guys, the, those teams, they fail. Yeah, you know, I mean – I, I didn't want to. I really hate it when I have to to, yeah. to talk about my team. Uh, but uh, if you look at the way Aaron Rodgers has played this year, yeah, he is playing like the Aaron Rodgers that we wanted Aaron Rodgers to be last season. Yeah, uh, you know he is he he looks like he is still in that. You know, and and it harkens back to the game they played against the Cowboys. He looks like he is in three. He is in playoff form yeah. right now. And and we're not to the playoffs yet. Yep. So he keeps playing like this. I, I honestly don't know if there is another breakout candidate like him. Yeah. Um. And Heathrow has said something here, and I I gotta say it, we gotta say it. Uh. He comments and says guests are cool and all, but we tune in to discuss football with you two. That's the show, and well, we really appreciate. Well, that. I appreciate that Heathrow. Yeah. You know, we 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 work hard to get these guests on the show. Yep. And you know, sometimes these guys don't show up, and for whatever reason, hopefully Joe will show up. Hopefully, hopefully one of them will call yeah. him. But if they don't, uh, the show goes on. Yep. I'm I'm still me. I'm still. Yep. Ted's still amazing. Uh, yeah. Uh, so we've got uh, Alex Smith is MVP worthy. He knows Mahomes is on the bench waiting. Yes. Uh, I don't disagree that he knows Mahomes is waiting in the wings. But I'm pretty sure that Adam, uh, that Andy Reid is grooming him for that position. Right. Um, but I still don't think Alex Smith you, is MVP you know, worthy. You, worthy. You, you were talking about Andy Reid being a phenomenal coach. He, I think he is really up for Coach of the Year as of right now. Well, yeah. Uh, you know, when we get on the topic of Coach of the Year, no team, I think, with the exception of maybe Cleveland, was under more scrutiny yeah. coming into the season than the Chiefs. People were saying, well, what are the Chiefs going to do? All their yep. defense is old. Yeah. Uh, we talked about it. The Chiefs. Yep. You know, we we thought, oh, the Chiefs. You know, they're old. Uh, they're they're not. You know, they didn't really do much. Well, I mean, yeah. They lost, they lost, uh, Jerry Macklin. Go. Yep. I mean, they. What? Who do they have? I was just like, you know, you know, but the beginning of the year, we were talking about, well, who they're going to throw the ball to? Yeah. What are they going to do? Just run it fifty times a game? You know what, Chiefs? Keep running the ball fifty times a game. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Because it's working. Uh, but if there's any coach of the year. 
discussion. It's got to got to be first and foremost talking about Andy Reid. Um, without a asked, who do you guys have as the most productive tight end this year so far? Uh, obviously, Travis Kelsey's going to be in that conversation, but so, you know. I'm really liking Zach Ertz, the production you know, he has put out. You know what? I was just about to say Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz has proven to not only be the safety valve for, yes. for Carson Wentz, yes. he's proven he can get in the end zone, Yes. and he's been a great pass blocker and yes. run blocker. Yes. Uh, he has made a tremendous amount of difference on the Eagles' offense. I agree with that 100%. Uh, you know, one thing that you look for in a tight end, and this is a rare thing now in the NFL. A lot of our tight ends, they're either a receiver, a, they're either a receiver or a blocker. Zach Ertz is a rare find. He is a diamond in the rough yep. uh, when it comes to tight ends. He has brought back that old school grit at tight end. He's not afraid to get in there and, and shove and push yep. some of those defensive players down. I think Zach Ertz is is the guy. You know, without with with this with this next guy that I'm going to mention, uh, his injury is just you know it really hurt this, his team and himself. Uh, and it just it, it just stinks because he was a he was a complete uh, steal in the waiver wires. But Charles Clay has been so productive for the Bills, and then him going down yes. it was just a huge blow to the Bills. It really was, and you know, it's a shame to see him go down like that. And Charles Clay really was surprising. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, getting really great, uh, putting up really great numbers in the receiving game, and playing very well for the running game as well, blocking very well. Yeah. Um, I love this question, and, you know, I've been raving about touchdown Teddy. So, if Bradford is done, should the Vikings ride Keenan, see if Teddy will work, trade for another quarterback, hearing Teddy will be back to practice soon. So, to take this, um, Sam Bradford has done well with his team, but he gets hurt a lot. So, okay, if they move on from him. Um, they've got Case Keenum, obviously. He's done decent for him. But this was Teddy's team two years ago. Yeah. He was playing phenomenally. And I love – I call him touchdown Teddy. I love Teddy. I really do. He's got a heart of gold. He's a, he- he's a heck of a player. Um, if he can come back and practice and be productive, they need to ride on touchdown Teddy. They really do. Um, you know what? I agree. I don't think Case Keenum is a long-term answer. Right. Uh, I think Case Keenum had that – he had that one good game, and everybody was like, oh, my God, Case Keenum. And then yeah. he turned around, and he played like Case Keenum. Yeah. Uh, which is a problem. He's a solid backup. He's a solid backup quarterback. Yeah. He's got some mobility. Yeah. But I think uh, I think Teddy is the guy. He is the guy uh, that this team was looking to in their yeah. locker room. I've been and, waiting. And on and on the field, uh, he proved that he could be productive. He he has some signature wins to his credit. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think with the amount that has been invested in him that the Vikings are going to walk away from. Him. Well, and the thing is too is I mean again we have no bias here, and I'm a huge fan of Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, coming out of college, I mean, he was so good at Louisville. He's um, great. Yeah, and I mean, you just look at his game film. You look at the, what he does with the football. Uh, it's 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 disappointing to not see him on the football yeah. field. Yeah. So I mean, and, I mean, you see, and, and honestly, I, you you put uh, you put Bridgewater on the field. I think the Vikings have a couple more wins. Oh yeah. On that record this year, oh, because yeah. of the the fact that his mobility makes yeah. him such a threat. Oh yeah. Uh, and not only that, he he's got great vision as well. He's got great vision yeah. when it comes to finding the open guy. So, you know, I think uh, I think they stick with Bridgewater. Sorry, awesome, awesome, just texted me. He is uh, not happy with the players not calling in. He is very upset. What is Blunt saying? He did nothing on Blunt either. Uh, neither one have called. He's not again. Well, you know what, Ted? Yeah. I haven't done this before, but it's going to happen. 
you're, you're going to give our guests a dough. You're going to give them a homer. Getting, somebody's getting a homer. Guys, you know what happens when you don't call into straight football talk? I mean, I finish with a time out of my schedule to schedule you? Just talk about football for a little bit. That's all it is, man. You get a dough! You get one of these. You get a dough. And you know what? We're double dipping. It's it's very disappointing. With you. What, what, what happened? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of that. Um, but, I mean, again, no. stuff happens. You know, something could have happened what where they didn't call. the best scrambler and escape artist this year? He's going, Heathrow says he's going with Dak Prescott. You could argue that. Again, you could argue uh, Aaron Rodgers. Um, he, has, know, he has a good way of getting know, out of the pocket. And, Aaron Rodgers has been great at scrambling. Yep. But you know who else has been great at scrambling? Who's that? Deshaun Watson. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think Deshaun Watson has been a very big surprise as far as scrambling goes. Honestly, Dak has been pretty elusive. But I honestly have to say, I'm not very impressed with Dak Prescott this season. He has really not he's really not shown me. Uh, he's really not shown me that he's got uh, he's got the juice right now. Um, and that, and you know, rank is six in fantasy. I mean, yeah, he is the sixth ranked quarterback in fantasy. But when it comes to elusiveness, I just don't. I just don't. I'm not. I'm not going to go with him. I have to say, as far as elusiveness goes, I really think Deshaun Watson is one of the most elusive quarterbacks right now. In the yeah, NFL. he's definitely playing good. I just, you know, again, I hate to keep toot tooting Aaron Rodgers, but I mean, he just he can make he can extend plays. He makes the big plays. He's able to get away from the defenders. I mean, it's, it, he is just so much fun to watch. Um, but if I have to get off the, you know, toot tooting here, um, I got again, Cam Newton's another guy. I won't say he's the best. But he can get away from, from defenders, and he can make some plays. And we haven't seen it this year so much. Right. But in past seasons, yeah. Russell Wilson yeah, oh yeah. has been one of the best oh at, yeah. at being elusive. You see Russell Wilson somehow find ways to extend plays, to yes. extend drives. Yes. And he does it because he's got tremendous vision. Yes. Uh, but, he's, no, uh, to, get, to, to get away from that um, – there's there are some great scrambling quarterbacks in the NFL right now, and for me it's really difficult. Mm-hmm. But I, I do I do think right now, uh, despite the fact that Aaron Rodgers is able to really extend plays, I think oh, yeah. Deshaun Watson's athleticism Deshaun is, is something out of his it, it, it's insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't think we've seen a guy as athletic at that position in a long time in, in terms of being able to run and gun. Just being able to run and throw is is really huge advantage as a quarterback. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, when you and we are in a league where you have a lot of you have a lot of pack, pocket passers. There are a lot of guys. That's what they do. They sit in the pocket. They do what quarterbacks do. They sit there and they throw the ball. They, that's that's their job. But Absolutely. when you have a guy like Deshaun Watson who can get out and potentially open up the field with option plays, yeah, I like Deshaun Watson. That's that. Oh yeah, and I, and I and I love how Bill Bill Bryan has also kind of incorporated the Clemson's offense. Yeah. to make him more comfortable and yeah. get him to where he's getting up as big of a bang of as big of a bang as possible for his body. Yeah. And you know, the other thing the, the other thing that I like about uh, that that uh, the moves that that Bill O'Brien has made is not not only has he adapted this offense, but he's getting he's getting a lot of mileage out of his offensive line. Mm-hmm. They've done a pretty good job of protecting him. Yeah, I like this next question. What team organization as a whole needs an absolute overhaul? Well, I'm going with the Cleveland Browns. I'm not. I, I like um, I like you. I I think I think you know what? I want to backtrack. Go ahead. Because I do like Hugh Jackson, 
and you know some of the front office moves in the pre, in, you know prior to the season mm-hmm. uh, were pretty good. But we're going to stay here in Ohio for this pick. I'm going with the Cincinnati Bengals. Yes. When I think about the personnel moves we talked about in the offseason for the Cincinnati Bengals, the first thing we said was offensive line. They didn't address it at all. At all. Not a single pick was directed towards improving that offensive line. And that is abhorrent. Uh, when you saw how many times Andy Dalton got hit, got pressured, got hurried last season, we thought for sure this is the year the Cincinnati Bengals got picks. This is the year we're going to get some offensive linemen. And with the amount, the number of talented offensive linemen we saw come out of this draft, there is no excuse. Mm-hmm. Even the ones that were available in free agency, the, the Bengals seemingly said, eh, we're good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and there's a there's a reason that the Bengals didn't produce a single touchdown the first two games. Yeah. Because Andy Dalton had no time to throw. Well, and, I, you know, that was my pick, too, as a Cincinnati Bengals. You look at Marvin Lewis. Um, as a as a head coach, in the regular season, he does well. He gets yeah. to the playoffs, he doesn't win. They get to the yeah. playoff, first playoff game, they lose. And, and you know what? When they get to the playoffs, the reason they lose isn't just because of interceptions. Look at how many times Dalton gets hit. Yeah. I mean, I just – the Bengals bagel, need, need some overhaul. They, they need an absolute overhaul. I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to honestly say, too, I think the New York Giants is another organization that – uh, everybody cleaning that house out. Everybody expected them to do well, and now they it, it shows they need a clean house. And, and you know what? People will say you know that injuries and and these things that I, I don't buy that. That no. they 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 didn't have the person. They did not have the depth on no. their roster. They knew coming into this season that they didn't have the depth. Well, look at the defense. They paid the big boys the big bucks. They're not showing up. That's the most expensive defense in the NFL right yeah. now. And then they, they've obviously got Odell Beckham, who's a very a phenomenal wide receiver. You, they've got Brandon Marshall, who should have been a solid veteran, uh, has been I poor. Mean, for crying out loud, the Cowboys defense, who I've ridden all season yeah. as being really bad, they've played better than the Giants defense has. Yeah, and on top of that, you know, that's another team the, as far as getting their um, team in order, in line. The Cowboys. The Cowboys, they, they, need, they need discipline. The, the Cowboys, I think, uh, are at that point. I think this year, if they don't make the playoffs this year, Jason Garrett's gone. And honestly, for me, I think Jason Garrett should be gone anyway. He yeah. has had no control over his players this year at all. It has been a mess. I have not seen a team have so many suspensions, I don't think, ever. Um, I, I, I think more, that, to me, falls – because this is like a Jerry Jones thing, right? Well, I, mean, I realize Jerry yeah. Jones is definitely a factor, but he's not going anywhere. No, he obviously not. But I'm just saying, I just don't think at all. I don't think I don't think Garrett's going to be gone after this season, even if they don't make the playoffs. Um, he definitely needs to hold his players accountable. There's going to have to be some changes. But I definitely think Jerry Jones also needs to do the same thing. Yeah. Uh, but you know, as far as getting your personnel in line. Put some discipline in order. They, the Cowboys are definitely up there. We got another question. What, oh boy, what? Uh, where okay. is Kirk Cousins going to be in 2018? Where and what is he doing? Oh boy, uh, this has been one that's been tossed around a great deal. About uh, Kirk Cousins is is basically on on the job interviewing right now. Yeah. Uh, with the Washington Redskins right now, I'm I'm hesitant to say exactly where he's going to be. Right. I don't think I don't see him going to Cleveland. No. Uh, personally, I don't think Kirk Cousins would ever sign a deal with them because. No. He wants to win. He wants to win, and he wants to win now. Yeah. Honestly, I would keep a very close eye on a couple of places. Mm-hmm. And the first place that I'm going to keep a very close eye on is Miami. Yep. 
and the second one is Pittsburgh. The reason I say Miami and Pittsburgh is let's take a look at these two teams. Yep. Uh, Big Ben has played well. He's, he's had an illustrious career, yep. but he's been injured a lot. He's taken a lot of hits in his talking career, retirement. and he is talking about retirement. Mm-hmm. Now, Miami has signed Jay Cutler to a one-year deal, yep. and that's not working out. But Miami has all the weapons on offense. They've got a solid defense. They've got all the weapons on offense. And really, after this season, I don't really think Tannehill is going to keep his job. And if he does, it's going to be as a second-string quarterback. I think the best place to be looking for Cousins in 2018 is Miami. Um, I think San Fran is definitely going to be a factor in this. Uh, That's been talked about all offseason. They have talked about – I mean, that's been just – I mean, it's just been, on, you know, on subject when it comes yeah. to Kirk Cousins. Um, the Redskins have just done a poor job of securing their franchise yeah. quarterback, and, yeah. it's a, and it's a shame. Um, but I don't think he stays in Washington. I think he's gone yeah, after I don't this think year. I think San Fran's going to be a one. And I, and I said um, for months now that Pittsburgh could be a sneaky one for Kirk Cousins. Big Ben retires. Yeah. Um, they, again, like you said, they have the personnel for Kirk Cousins. I, I, Miami's another good sneaky one. I like that one a lot. I, I really think that Miami is – Going, I think Miami's front office has really reevaluated the way that they've looked at their team. We mm-hmm. looked at the way that they've started to really lock up defensive players, and now they've locked in some of their offensive guys to more long-term deals over yep. the last season. Uh, they're clearly on the Jay Ajayi train. They've clearly yep. invested in him. They're looking for the centerpiece guy, and I honestly could see Kirk Cousins in 2018 end up in Miami. Um, let's see here. Uh, next is... Let's talk Lions. What's your opinion on them this year? Mitchell, the Lions have been phenomenal this year. Uh, They're one of the leaders in turnovers this year, forcing turnovers this year. Uh, They're top in the league in that. They're playing phenomenally on defense. They've been really good against the pass. They've been pretty – or, well, they've been decent against the pass, but they've been very good against the run. Um, And Stafford is proving that he's worth every cent of that contract that he signed uh, this offseason. There was a lot of criticism, including on my part. I really didn't think – uh, that Stafford was worth that money. However, <laughs> I am not afraid to admit when I am wrong. Yes. And I have been proven wrong this year. Matthew Stafford has proven thus far that he is worth every single dime of that money. He has oh, yeah. shown that he can win football games, and he has shown that he can be the guy to lead this team. Mitchell, I'll be honest with you, man. Um, before the season started, our, we did our, we gave our we season did. predictions. And I had the Lions making the wild card play. If I had the Packers winning the NFC uh, I don't North, I see them win the division. Right? Oh yeah, the way, the, the way they're playing right now, they could definitely win the North. And it hurts um, me to say that. Yeah, I mean, but even if they don't win the North, they're they're going to the playoffs. I I have no doubt in my mind. As long as Stafford's healthy and he's able to play, they're going to the playoffs. Antonio, uh, you're you're pretty certain that Kirk is going to end up in San Francisco again. We're San Francisco speculation. Has, San, San Francisco has been considered a lot. But my my main my main gripe with the San Fran pick is that San Fran doesn't have a lot of offensive weapons. It's true. And Kirk Cousins is in a position where he wants to win now. Yeah. And when this season ends, if Tannehill doesn't return to the Miami Dolphins, mm-hmm. and they're already gonna, the Miami Dolphins are already going to have a lot of cap space. They already <laughs> have a lot. Yeah, I like that. Uh, if Tannehill, if they decide, you know what, Tannehill, you get injured all the time. You really haven't been very consistent. Yeah. You're out of here. Kirk Cousins will end up in Miami and because I, they're going to have the money. Oh, yeah. And money talks, but baby talent talks more. Oh, yeah. Championships Championships talk. talk. And if you look at the way 
that the NFC East has been, or the AFC East, I should say, has been over the last over this season. Yes, the Jets have surpassed our expectations, but the Bills uh, have all you know the Bills have surpassed our expectations. But the Patriots, they look like a team kind of on the wane right now. Right. They're, they're, you know the Bills are. I don't know if they can sustain their success. And right now the Jets, they're still too shaky for me to invent. You know Josh McCown is clearly not their long-term solution. It's going to be questionable whether or not the Jets will be able to continue this level of success. I think there might be flash in the pan. That's going to be a division next year that I think is going to, might, might be right up for grabs. And with Kirk Cousins at the helm, Miami could make a deep push. Well, that's, that's what I was going to get at is um, just imagine if Kirk Cousins goes to Miami, what that does, how that changes. That changes the entire landscape of that division. The entire landscape. I mean, you look at it. And, you know, they would be – the Dolphins would be threatening the Patriots for the title, for sure. Um, yeah. All the weapons that Kirk Cousins would have, the defense to back him up. Um, I mean, there's – to me, it would be – that would be a match made. Made in heaven, really. For both. I mean, that would be – that would be interesting. And, and listen, I'm telling you, I think Kirk Cousins could really – I really strongly believe that Kirk Cousins might end up in Miami next season. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think that I think Miami has really reevaluated this short-term choice. Right. They have learned from this mistake, and I think the Dolphins are going to say, you know what? Just imagine what could have happened. Oh yeah. If we'd have had a guy like that. Oh yeah. Uh, playing for us. Uh, to piggyback off Michael Mitchell's question, do you think the Lions defense shuts down Drew Brees today? Guys, it's Drew Brees. It's kind of hard to really completely shut down Drew Brees. Absolutely. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings. Arguably the best defense right now in the NFL in terms of stopping, you know, players from, from running and, and throwing. Uh, they've got a great secondary. They've got a tremendous pass rushing core. As good as the Lions are, Drew Brees is still going to eat today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drew Brees is still going to get – he's still going to get fed today. I would be tremendously shocked to see Drew Brees not play like Drew Brees. Yeah, I, uh, I, I agree. Uh, you know, I, I said it before at the beginning of the show when we were doing game time predictions. I think the Lions-Saints game could potentially be a shootout. I do think Drew Brees will turn over the ball a couple times today, even though he's characteristically pretty safe with the ball. Uh, the way that the Lions have just gotten after ball yeah, carriers and, 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 and gotten after re- receiving routes, I think that they will get some turnovers today. But I do think that it will be a shootout game potentially. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree with you. I think Drew Brees, you can never – You can never count been, him out. You could probably count uh, not even a handful of times Drew Brees has been uh, shut down. Yeah, you know, you know. He, he just finds ways to make it happen. Yes, absolutely. Um, now, and, he, and then there's a reason that he's, one of, he's got one of the highest uh, passer ratings in the NFL. This he, guy has got a tremendous football IQ. He knows what to do. He's one of the best in the business. Uh, he's great at ide- identifying coverages. Yep. Uh, so expect him to still get get paid today. Get your points. Yeah. Uh, do I think Mark Ingram is worth this? AP is gone. Mark Ingram is definitely something to consider. But if you're going to start a Saints running back, I'm going to piggyback off of Teddy Tate over here and go Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara, man. Uh, when I look at running backs in a PPR league, I look at running backs that catch the football. Oh. Uh, and despite the fact that you know, Mark Ingram is the starter. I'm not impressed with Mark Ingram. Uh, he's not really he's had, shown. He's had one good he's year. He's had one good, one good year. Uh, he hasn't really shown me anything this year. But I'll tell you who's been a consistent earner of points for that team, and it's been Alvin Kamara. Yep. Week to week, he seems to find ways to catch balls out of the backfield. Yep. And they're going to be relying on him today. I like Kamara. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, I 
I, I love actually one of the guys in my league has Alvin Kamara and his team name he has re, renamed him and it is like Kamara action. action. I love it. It's, it's what game turns great. into a QB shootout today? Well, we've already said that the Saints Lions game potentially could be a quarterback shootout game. Yeah. I don't think that the Jets and Patriots game will be a shootout. I think McCown will throw some interceptions. I think Josh McCown plays like Josh McCown today against the Patriots, despite the fact that the Patriots are kind of banged up on defense. There's one thing we do know, Ted. The Patriots, they beat the Jets. Yeah. That's what they do. Tom Brady, he doesn't lose to the Jets. That's like, you know, putting toddlers on the field with Tom Brady. He he has a lot of success against them. I, I can see where he throws going with that because the Patriots' defense, pass defense especially, has been poor, um, really just way below what we were expecting especially with all the acquisitions they had this offseason. No. Um, but I don't think it's a shootout game. I think the Patriots yeah, win this handily. So. Um, bring up, you got the, the matchup. I do. Uh, the Lions and Saints is a good one. I, I think that's a good one. I think the Chargers and I Raiders. I was just about to say that. That's, think, a, that's a great one. Can, I think if, uh, if Carr can stay on the field, stay healthy, yeah. and, and he gets the protection he needs, the Chargers and Raiders game has potential to be a really high score. In the oh, yeah. Both defenses are kind of – Shaky right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, I think the Raiders uh, Chargers game could be a real shootout today as well. Absolutely. Uh, but the rest of these games, I'm just not seeing it. I mean, I I really think that you know as good of a game as I think the Rams and Jaguars game is going to be. I don't think it'll be a shootout. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, shootout. I yeah, I wouldn't call it that either. I, wouldn't call it that. I, I agree with you. That's going to be some smash mouth football, more or less. I think it'll yep. be a grind out game. Yep. Uh, we got any more questions on here? Any more? Anything else? Nope. Anything else on the long Just, I haven't heard anything from Awesome Austin. Uh, he said he's messaged them both, and neither have responded. That's when uh, Safari and Jenkins will be on today. You know, he throws Safari and Jenkins is good. Uh, he's been playing very well. He's been playing very, very well. He could definitely make for a good start today if you desperately need somebody to start at tight end. However. Right. I still don't think the Jets have the juice to beat the Patriots, mainly because Josh McCown is their quarterback. And I, I just – Bill Belichick is a master when it comes to designing defenses to frustrate quarterbacks. And despite the fact that Josh McCown is a guy with some experience, I don't like his chances against a dialed-up defense, and I really don't like his chances against the Patriots team that's got something to prove this week. Well, um, I, think, I think I agree with the Heathrow as far as um, – Jenkins is going to just – I mean, he is the, he's leading the team in receptions, I believe, no, yards. I, yeah, I mean, I agree, so, that, I agree that Safari and Jenkins could yeah. potentially have a good game, but I don't think that the Jets are going to win this game. No, I, I, I agree with you. I think the Patriots win this, but, you know, I think Jenkins has a, has a very nice game. For and so, thank yeah. you, Heathrow. Um, I appreciate your assertion, your agreement with me on Miami. Uh, you know, it's uh, to me. I just really think that that's just a pick that makes it makes a lot of sense. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, I think if I think if there's one team in the league right now, we look at that. If you if you just look at the team and say all they need is yeah, Kirk Cousins. Well, and I think something else to keep in mind is too is when you try to you try to determine what these organizations are thinking and what they're going to do and what these players are going to do. I think a lot of the times you use the kiss method. Yeah. Keep it simple, stupid. I mean, it, the most logical answer is usually the right one. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's not. Who but... is the most pass-worthy defense this week? Now, when you say pass-worthy, Heathrow, do you mean the defense we don't want to play this week? 
or the one that we do want to or play. Or the or the deep or the defense we should play this week. All right. There's a there's a couple. There are a couple defenses that you should play this week if you've got them. There are a couple. There are definitely a few you don't want to play this week. Well, I guess right I, I tell you what, we'll just do both. I think the defense I'm starting this week uh, is the Washington Redskins. I think that's one. They're playing against San Francisco. Yeah. yeah. I think and they've been playing well all year. I think that's one you got to definitely I, make a start. I think start. Uh, I think the defense that I'm I'm looking at uh, this week that you definitely play. Yeah. Denver Broncos. Yeah. Without a doubt, if you've got the Denver Broncos defense, you're playing them this week. And the uh, Texans. Yeah, and the Texans, potentially the Ravens as well. Yes. Uh, but if you're going to play down down with color, uh, you know, uh, if you're going to play a defense this week, though, it's the Broncos. Yeah. And I, the Redskins. Yeah. Uh, they've got great, they've got great matchups this week. Um, uh, defenses I'm passing on today for sure. Uh, one defense that I am definitely not playing today is the Saints. Yeah. I wouldn't play the Saints defense on any other day, but I definitely wouldn't play him against Matthew Stafford. Um, I got two of them. The Browns defense, obviously Deshaun Watson has been on fire, and Will Fuller and DeAndre Hopkins, they've all been on fire on that offense. Yeah. Uh, not to mention, I'm not playing the Jets defense either. Tom yeah, Brady and Brandon Cook, no I'm not way. Playing, I'm not playing the Jets defense. Another defense that I'm definitely staying away from this week, uh, if – and, and this might come as a surprise to you, Ted, but I'm going to stay away from the Titans' defense today. No, that's not a surprise. Uh, I'm going to stay away from the Titans' defense. I know uh, I've heard some people talking about the Titans' defense. This is the week that they're going to show that they're the team. It's not going to happen this week, I don't think. This is a rivalry game. It's right. a divisional matchup. Anything right. can happen. Uh, Jacoby Brissett has played very well, uh, despite, you know, struggling with the Colts. You know, the Colts as a whole are struggling. Yeah, I don't see the, the Titans are a defense. I would not start today. This is going to be a very close game and a very unpredictable game. Absolutely. Um, play. So again, not playing. I, I'm, so glad, I, I'm, I'm glad we answered both. That's yeah. good to answer both. Um, Antonio says Saints will be the worst to yeah. stop the pass. I got the Redskins this week starting. Yeah, good, um, good choice, man. Good choice. Uh, again, as I said, you know, you, you took the words right out of my mouth, Antonio. I wouldn't start the Saints defense if they were playing against the Browns. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the Saints defense needs a lot of work. Oh, yeah. Um, and, again, guys, please like, share the video. Um, if you want to talk to us directly, 718-508-9883. Yep. Talk to us. Ask, ask us some fantasy questions over the phone. We're more than willing to yeah, talk to you. we are always willing to talk. Hogan and Cleveland, flavor of the week or a QB to build on? Heathrow, it's flavor of the week. Yes. Uh, Hogan is not the long-term solution in Cleveland. Uh, I think it's – despite the fact that they have benched Deshaun Kaiser – uh, I think Deshaun Kaiser is going to be the guy for them still. Um, I don't think that's really changed yet. Right. I, I still think that they've invested enough in Kaiser. They're they're going to stick with him. I think this may be a message to Kaiser. Maybe they're just trying to change things up a little bit, see if they can get a win. But honestly, I don't think Kevin Hogan's going to have a good day. Uh, if anything, the coaching staff did uh, a tremendous favor to Deshaun Kaiser because he's not going to have to play Houston. Yeah. Maybe, maybe uh, that's what they're doing. Well, I mean, we'll let you sit this week. We'll let you rest. You know, <laughs> I, I think maybe it's potentially uh, looking out for Deshaun Kaiser. Maybe. Uh, if I were Deshaun Kaiser, I would be very happy on the bench getting paid <laughs> and not playing Houston's defense. Because Houston's defense, with the exception of the Chiefs game, which we all, I think we all knew. Was, yeah. was, which, I mean, I predicted it. Yeah. Because I, I usually do yeah. with these things. But I knew that the game would be uh, a little bit higher scoring. Oh, yeah. But. With that being said, the Texas defense played lights out most of the year. Oh, yeah. Like the fact that they don't have Whitney Merciless or J.J. Watt, they still have some good pass rushers on that defense, and they still have a secondary that's nothing to scoff at. So I, 
think they did him a great favor by not playing him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heathrow says, okay, then who is the quarterback to build on rather than Deshaun Watson? So if we're looking at a quarterback not that's not the name Deshaun Watson, who are we gonna who are we gonna pick? That's tough. That's really tough. I guess I, I can I can roll with it. I mean uh you know what? I'm I'm gonna Ted, I'm afraid I'm gonna have to reveal some bias here. Oh boy. Um I think if we're looking at a quarterback that's got a very bright future ahead of him, he's not playing right now, but I gotta go with Patrick Mahomes. Uh, he has got to be a quarterback that's probably in the best position yep. of any young quarterback coming to the NFL because Andy Reid's his coach. Yep. He's got a great offensive line, and when he does take over, barring the fact, you know, barring anything happening to Kareem Hunt, which I certainly wouldn't want to see, right. or him leaving and getting money somewhere else, he's going to have Kareem Hunt when he plays. You know, I so, think I think you know I love I love Patrick Mahomes. We've we we have raved about him all off season. He's, he's um, phenomenal. Unfortunately, though. But we oh, have, you got to disagree. We haven't seen him play. That's we true. don't know. We did yet. True. So I can't say that yet. However, we do know about Kirk Cousins. He didn't say rookie quarterback. Oh, he okay. said quarterback okay. to build off of. So I mean, I'd have to agree. I think Kirk, I think Kirk Cousins is something built. Yeah, I mean, so you look at the San Francisco 49ers. If they get him, they're going to want to build around him. That's another great quarterback to build from. You know, I, and I don't want to rule out Kirk Cousins going right. to San Francisco. But for me, what it comes down to is simply this. Kirk Cousins is a guy that's looking to get paid. Oh, yeah. But he wants to win right now. Oh, he, yeah. he could sniff the playoffs last season. He could sniff it. Okay? He, <laughs> he, could, he, he was smelling it. He was smelling it, and he could taste <laughs> it on the tip of his tongue, and it eluded him. And you got to know that he is thinking about where do I, where could I go where yeah. they got lots and lots of weapons all around yeah. that I don't have to worry about them building around me. Uh, you know, Kirk Cousins is a young guy. But you know that he's looking at the success of guys like Deshaun Watson and looking at the success of players who already have receivers and running backs around them that can make plays. And he's thinking to himself, if it works for them, why not me? Oh, yeah. I completely agree with that. Uh, Mahomes won't see the green until 2018. Uh, that may be. He, probably, he might not. He might not see. Uh, they can definitely build him. around him. Uh, but they can definitely build around him. He's definitely uh, the quarterback of the future, I think, for the Chiefs. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's definitely a plan for him with that organization. Uh, and it always helps uh, to have Andy Reid at, co- at coach uh, for quarterbacks. Who is the best safety in the league right now? Mm. That's tough. That is really tough. Is it? For me, I like, I like defensive players. Uh, to me, Ted, who do you think? To me, I, I got to say, um, Tyron Matthew has always been a favorite of mine. I've always loved the Honey Badger. He's a, he's a phenomenal playmaker. He's a hard header. Love him. I, I, I'm just going to give you guys that I like. Um, Cam Chancellor has been a heck yeah, of a safety. Yeah. I am a huge fan of Cam Chancellor as well. Um, Haha Clinton Dix, though, has stepped up for this Packers defense. Yeah. And I'm actually – this Packers defense has surprised me. I wasn't expecting them to do as well as they have been. Hey. I'm not going to complain. I know you're not going to complain. But HaHa has has come to play this year as well. Honestly, though, if I had to pick the best safety, and it's really tough because I do love the Honey Badger. Mm-hmm. He is tremendous. He is everything you want in a safety. He is mm-hmm. absolutely vicious. I think Cam Chancellor still got a step on him. Well, and the thing is, too, is I would also like to talk about the guy that's not playing right now. I mentioned guys that are playing. Yeah. Uh, Eric Berry is out for the year. Yeah. But Eric Berry is phenomenal. Yeah, I, I love is. Eric Berry. No, he is. Uh, I love Thomas. I like him a lot. Mm. Earl, Earl Thomas, yeah. Earl Thomas is yeah. a good pick. Yeah. Um, 
I want to see Jimmy man. Garoppolo too soon. I don't. Uh, you know what, Antonio? We want to see Jimmy Garoppolo soon. We want Tom Brady to go home and just just right off into the sunset. Just yep. fine. Just go home. It's cool. Enjoy his vegan meals. Enjoy those vegan meals and your supermodel wife, and just stay at home. Please <laughs> don't come back. Uh, and you know, I and, you know, we kid, but honestly, it's been it, this has been a refreshing season. To yeah. see so many teams that we haven't seen uh, play the way that they're playing. They're playing at a very high level right now. And I like Nick's pick too for uh, safety, Harrison, Harrison Smith, Smith for yeah. the Vikings. That's yeah, another that's great, great one. Pick. That's a great pick. Yeah, I love Harrison Smith. Uh, you know, he is he is a great. He's got great. Uh, He's got a great oh yeah, and he won it. He's, he is great at coming off that line, but I really like his ability to read coverages, and he's a great hitter. You don't want to come across the field. <laughs> oh yeah, Harrison Smith. Uh, but it is a shame that you know. And, and getting back to what we were talking about with Eric Berry, um, it's a real shame that Eric Berry is out because it, he is he is very exciting to watch. He is a guy that can make a lot of plays. A guy that forces a lot of fumbles. A lot of interceptions. Got Pass down a lot of questions. We got another fantasy question, but it, it's not on there. Oh, I got a message. Oh, you got a direct message. Yeah, uh, the person asked me uh, Randall Cobb or Emmanuel Sanders to start today. Ooh, that is tough. Um, I mean, to me, it's not that tough because I'm going to go with E Money. Yeah, I think when you look at Jordy Nelson, Devontae you Adams, at, yeah, you look at the weapons that the Packers the, have got, and they're playing the Vikings defense. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, there's always a chance that one of those guys frees up. You know, maybe Randall's the guy. Mm-hmm. But if I'm going to go with – listen, there's a reason we call him E-Money, baby. He's money we in the bank. We call him E-Money. He gets Give him the, a ching. He, he gets the – listen, when you throw to Sanders, you get this. All right? It's, it's, it's a check you can cash right now. Uh, and they're playing the Giants. Yeah. They're playing the Giants. Without that's their like, top corner. That's like, that's like playing a little league team. Yeah. You know, right now it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Who goes down for best coaching staff thus far this season so far? I'm going with you know. You know that's tough. That is. That's, uh, you know what, Ted? Andy Reid. It's got to be Andy Reid and the Chiefs. Andy Reid. They've surpassed expert expectations for Andy them. Andy Reid. They're undefeated. Andy Reid. <laughs> and really, Alex Smith looks like, like a guy that's rejuvenated. Andy Reid. It's Andy. <laughs> it's Andy Reid. It's the Chiefs. <laughs> I, I think e, I think Ethrow is hunting for more confidence <laughs> for the Chiefs. You're you're making us sound biased, Ethrow. Yeah, but uh, um, in all seriousness, Andy Reid has just – I mean, he has blown my blown me away. Again, the Chiefs have just blown my expectations look, away. I mean, and you look at you look at what the Chiefs have done so far with a rookie running with back. a rookie running back and Alex Smith. You know, we talked about it before the season went, and I railed I railed against the Chiefs. Yeah, I talked about it for the, like the first three weeks. And I was like, I don't care if three months great or not. Yeah. It's the Chiefs. They got no one to throw to. Yeah. I mean, they made it happen. They're making it work. They are. And, again, it was an aging defense. Alex Smith from, you know, before this season just was, eh, yeah. is mediocre. Yeah. And I wasn't a huge fan of Alex Smith. I haven't been for a long time. But today, this season, he is he's playing out of his mind. And it's and it's it's due to, it's due to Patrick Mahomes being there. But Andy Reid has a huge hand in this. You know, and we don't we don't uh, we don't say this enough. Sometimes, but but you know, when you look at these teams, we always talk about the players. But you have to look at the system that they're in, really, and and really break it down. If you look at Andy Reid's track record, he makes quarterbacks 
Look good. Uh, he, I think, I think for Andy Reid, I think it's 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 the running backs. I mean, he he takes a running back, and again, you know, he's proven it with the rookie right now. It, it all starts with that offensive line, though. Yeah. And Andy Reid is is a is a guy that knows how to get the most bang for your buck out of an offensive line. Look at the offensive lines that he's had play for. I got a question for you. I just not thought of this. Oh yeah. Does Philly regret getting rid of? He, he had two. It was like eight and eight seasons, yeah, or seven and nine. Yeah, yeah. They were mediocre seasons. He's gone. He goes to the Chiefs, and now look what he's doing with the Chiefs. Do you they know regret what? it? You know what? I don't think they regret it. You don't? I don't. I don't think they regret it. I think maybe they would wish it ended on better terms. Maybe. Yes. But I don't think they regret it. Not yet. Now, if Andy Reid wins the Super Bowl, then they regret it. I. I to but me, I still think the Eagles are are doing pretty good. Let me ask you this. Or let me put it like this. Andy Reid's done what, he, what he's done yeah, with, with yeah. the personnel he has with the Chiefs. Um, if he would have stayed in Philly, and, I mean, this is a bunch of ifs. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. Let's, let's roll with it. Okay. okay. I'm listening. And he would have gotten Kareem Hunt. He would have had his quarterback. You've got to remember, when, when he was there, his quarterback was Nick Foles, and Nick Foles was playing out of his mind that yeah. year. Yeah, you know, they had LaShawn McCoy. Um, they had Jeremy Maglin. They had all the and Deshaun Jackson. They had all these guys. They had this team. If Andy Reid would have stayed there and would have kept this going, so they would have had Nick Foles, Jeremy Maglin, Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun McCoy, and kept that personnel. The defense was good as well. They'd have kept that this few years. I truly believe they would have been in the Super Bowl at least at some point these last few years. Now, I don't want to get into too many what ifs, right? But right, I think that what the Eagles did. Has worked. Yeah, the success is there. The proof is in the pudding. There's a reason that they're leading their division right now. There's a reason that they're they're doing well, and it's because they've cleared out a lot of some of the personnel you've talked about, the Lashawn yeah. boys and some of these guys. Um, you know, they're, the the coaching that they've got, you know, it's not Andy Reid, you know, and and that's okay. They're they're they're, Peter, they're, 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 doing, they're, they're making it work. Yeah. Uh, one thing well. that I will say. I, I think Andy Reid, with the personnel that Philly has now, uh, it's a no-brainer. I, I really, oh my think, God. I really do think they'd be undefeated. But with that being said, um, I think that honestly, I think the Eagles are not going to regret it because I think they have tremendous upside with what they've got right now. Right. Uh, Heathrow wants to know: with so many injuries this year, what questionable, nagging injury players not a play on our fantasy football rosters today? Ooh. Mariota. For me, yeah, uh, Mariota. For me, he's got a lower body injury, uh, and when you're a mobile quarterback, and, and I know the Chiefs, de- the Colts defense isn't amazing, but they're going to be playing very confident today. They 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 did win a game. Mm-hmm. They're going to be playing a lot more confident. They're going to be playing with a lot more fire. Uh, I'm I'm staying away from Mariota today. Well, I got to say, um, I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. And I'll keep saying it. Sammy Watkins. He's always yeah, injured. Yeah. Um, he hasn't – he's played all right this season. And it seems like he's getting frustrated for not getting the workload that he's wanting. But, you know, when you see the workload that he gets, when he gets a big workload, he gets hurt. So, I just I, – I'm staring away from Sammy Watkins. Yeah, Sammy Watkins is always a no, no fly zone for me. Uh, Antonio wants to know, who do I like better, Devontae Freeman in Miami or Todd Gurley in Jacksonville? Oh, wow. Um. That's tough for me, but I think I'm going to go with Todd Gurley in Jacksonville. Even though Jacksonville's defense is playing really, really well, 
Todd Gurley has consistently performed at a high level. Mm. Uh, you know, he just somehow finds ways to batter through defenses and get those yards. Uh, and honestly, you know, Miami's defense is pretty good against the run. Mm-hmm. I, I think, I think, uh, I think I'm going to go with Todd Gurley. I think something to consider because of how Jared Goff played against the Seahawks last week. Yeah. Okay? Not to mention the way Jacksonville played against Big Ben. Yes. Um, they're going to be. The, they're the, going to rely on that running game. The today. Rams are going to look at that and go, okay, we Todd Gurley needs to play. Run Thirty times. Yeah, he today. needs to run yeah. very well today. So we need to give him the ball. I got to go with Todd Gurley. I, I think by sheer volume of touches today, I would honestly be shocked to see Gurley not run it 20 times. Yeah. Uh, he's going to touch the ball a lot today. They are going to rely on him, uh, and that's going to he, – he's just going to get the opportunities. That's just where it is. I, I just don't think uh, that Devontae Freeman is going to get the production. Has his, I don't think he has as much upside as mm-hmm. Devontae Freeman. Simply because also Devontae Freeman, you have to remember, shares time with Kevin Coleman. Yeah, Kevin Coleman takes away. Uh, and you have all these other offensive weapons for the Falcons. Uh, let's let's not delude ourselves. The fact that they do have that one-two punch at running back, that's great and everything, but we all know what Matty Ice wants to do. He wants to throw the football. Oh, yeah. He's got a lot of receivers to throw it to. He's going to be throwing the football today. Yeah. Um, listen, guys, uh, we're, we've, we've been waiting for Osama Young or Joe Blunt to call it in. It happened. Neither one have called. Um, we have messaged them. We've tried to get a hold of them. Neither one have called in. Uh, unfortunately, this happens. We do apologize, guys. Yeah, it, it, we, we're sorry, but, you know, we're here. We're here to give you guys advice. Listen, um, you what, guys can still keep running bar. Get oh, most snaps today. Hey, these questions can keep coming as far as I'm concerned. Oh, see. What running back gets the most snaps today? You know what? I'm going with Todd Gurley. I think he gets the most snaps today. He's going to touch the ball the most times today simply because, Jacksonville's defense played so well against the Steelers. I think I think you could say uh, Todd Gurley or Leonard Fournette for sure. Yeah, I like, I like both of them. I like both picks. Yeah, but anyways, guys, you guys keep these questions coming. We can answer while we're not even live on the video. We'll be able to message, or you can message us personally. Yep. Um, yep. We're, we're actually going to get off of here um, with the with the uh, players not calling in. We're running out of time. We appreciate all the love and support you guys give us. Be sure to like and share the video again, guys. Um, next week, we will be on Saturday night, um, 5 p.m. We will be hosting Terry Rhodes. We've actually talked to his publicist. They've got us booked down. He should be calling in. We do apologize for these players not calling in. We'll see if we can try to get them back on the show yep. and get back with you guys. Again, thanks for the love and support. We appreciate it, guys. We'll talk to you next week. See ya.